the Country Hipster Podcast. This is our very special Christmas episode here in the Ottsville Record Garage. Uh, real quick, the intro music uh, was Dirty Knife, but it has been reimagined for Christmas. It is now called Jolly Knife by the Unholy Four uh, from Charlottesville, Virginia. So go check out the Unholy Four. Uh, what you guys don't know what we're doing is actually we're going to throw some sleigh bells on top of <laughs> the regular uh intro like music it. so that's, that's why you know that's so, awesome. so we don't we haven't figured that quite out yet but uh we're getting we're getting there um i like so, the idea that like sean's okay with you using that song for the podcast but then he sues you when you put christmas bells <laughs> no 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 I, I asked him about that as well so <laughs> so i think we're good i think we're good uh to my immediate left here is my brother and co-host adam the country jack skellington because you hate Nightmare Before Christmas. I do hate that. That's, that's I why hate that, I, I hate that movie greatly. And this then, hood is. I don't know. Tom's having this probably to have the same issue. Like, <laughs> you turn and the hood doesn't move, but it's just your. It's, covered it's like a fucking face. eye patch. Yes, and to my right is Tom, the bartender of the Country Hipster Podcast in the Oxville Record Garage. The provider of the holiday cheer. So uh, welcome. As you can tell, we are in full. Christmas uh, Agalia here is that? Did I say that right? Regalia. Regalia. I'm not too bad. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So real quick, got some business. Quick business here. Today is Friday, November 24th. It is Black Friday, which means couple things it is a wine and vinyl black friday edition of uh the Ottsville record garage pop-up store at wycombe vineyards in furlong pa in bucks county it is starting at three o'clock going all the way till eight o'clock tonight now here's the deal if you're out you're gonna sneeze you can sneeze it's okay oh it's all right yeah if you're out and you are shopping at this <laughs> moment and you're listening to this you're gonna be shopping make sure you swing by uh wycombe vineyards uh, we will have records there available for sale. You can buy records. We're going to be spinning records. I'll be playing some uh, some Christmas music. There's going to be food, a bonfire, it's and wine, of course. And now here's the thing. Since it is Black Friday, and not only is this in person for the pop-up sale, but also on OttsvilleRecordGarage.com, promo code Black Friday gets you 25% off of your entire order. Oh, whether, you, whether you do that on uh, OttsvilleRecordGarage.com or you come in person and you buy some records at the pop-up, just tell us Black Friday. Uh, it's the promo code 25% off. It is available right now through to Cyber Monday. So we're so we're, we're taking care of Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday, all with one promo code. Um, basically, you know, you can use it online, you can use it in person at OttsvilleRecordGarage.com or our Wine and Vinyl pop-up. So please, and oh, oh, you can use it multiple times while it's available as well. Oh, yeah. Fancy. So it's like, so you don't have to like put everything at once. You could like grab a bunch of shit and then be like, oh shit, I want to get more stuff. Use it again. So, you know, for those uh, few days that it's available, like, you know, honestly, we're a small business. I can't afford to do more than 25%, which is pretty damn good, I would say as oh. well. So, um, yeah. So here we are ready for a. Uh, ready for christmas you know so we got we got some drinks here we do have the uh booze and vinyl christmas edition there so tom what is the first thing we are drinking the first drink is wrapped in red okay and this is based off of what album a kelly clarkson album okay. called wrapped in red from 2013 there you go we are big kelly clarkson fans here yeah, this I uh couldn't tell you a kelly clarkson song if it yeah, smacked you, me in the yeah, face could, to be honest. could i yeah okay since you've been gone Oh, is that her? Yeah. Okay, I thought that I was like, was you know, yeah. like some 41 or something. Yeah. yeah. It's all the same thing. <laughs> Ooh. It's in, it's, so I took a sip like right as we started recording and I was like, uh, 
Really? Now as I'm You're drinking, like, eh? but now as I'm drinking more of it, I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm. Ooh. My first sip is this is delicious. So what what do we got going on here? This is the description from our book review here from Booze and Vinyl <clears throat> or a Booze and Vinyl Christmas by Andre Darlington. Ta- Tanaya Darlington. Sans, is not Sans, on Sans, Sans Tanya. Sans, she's Tanaya. not dead though. No, she is not dead. She is alive and well. It says to uh, think of this as a cranberry spritz, a perfect treat when unwrapping presents or for serving at a snow angel making party. Have you ever been to a snow angel making party? Uh, yellow snow angels. Correct. Next, okay. Exactly. <laughs> Light, refreshing, and bubbly. It is a surefire holiday go-to, whatever the occasion. Okay. I I, I tell you what. This, that I'll, was... I'll agree with that description. Yes, I don't really know the snow angel party. I don't know yeah. what that's about. Sounds like something where you do cocaine. Ooh. I bet you Brian has been a few yeah, of <laughs> Brian? Brian? <laughs> Andre is a naughty boy, huh? Yeah, just... mm. Andre likes to party. Yeah. This is good. No, this is real good. This is like, this is one of those drinks, like, I can see, like, you have a holiday party, throw it in a fucking, like, yeah. punch bowl. Mm-hmm. And just be like, yeah, man, go to scoop this that shit a... out. This is this is one of those drinks. This is a very simple drink. It was basically one part Aperol, one part cranberry juice, two parts sparkling wine. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Nice. Yep. Was, Not bad at all. Because it's from a booze and vinyl book, it either has to include Aperol or gin. Yes. yes. So <laughs> some type of bitter liqueur yeah. or gin. Yes, exactly. But no, this is nice. It's real it is real smooth. Like even like I know sometimes the, the Aperol's been a little little bitter in some of the drinks, but this I think I think the cranberry juice think actually cranberry, keeps yes. it in check. Yes, and that's and I'm a huge cranberry fan personally. I'm I'm very I, I like I like the band. Stuff. I don't know mm. about the, the liquid. No, I like the liquid. No, I like the liquid. It's okay. And I like, so did you ever, you, you've been cooking for years and you're pre, you're pretty good at it. How do you feel about making like fresh cranberry sauce compared to just buying the fucking can? Just buy the fucking can. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I did it's it once and I'm like, this is so stupid. Yeah, it's good though. I like it. I like the, my mom makes one where mm-hmm. she uses fresh cranberries. It's got walnuts and fucking jello oh, okay. and all kinds. It's good. It's okay. really good. But it's a pain in the balls. Yeah. No. And on Thanksgiving, you've got. 28 other things to do. Buy the can of cranberry. Don't fuck the box stuffing, but buy the can of cranberry sauce. And you know, and I feel I feel that way a lot with like cooking stuff. It's like if I can make something, right? And it's better, cool. Then then it's worth doing it. But if I make something and it doesn't taste any different than like like some, you know, like like the cranberry sauce or in my case I I I first made this when I was uh, doing pies. I'm like, I'm going to make fresh fucking pie crust. And that's a fucking pain in the ass. And I did it. And I'm like, this tastes just like the fucking Pillsbury things you roll out. I'm, <laughs> I'm not making pie crust ever again. It's fucking yeah. stupid. I yeah. will, but I'm a fancy boy. And I, I make it in my food processor. Like one of my uh-huh. chef instructors taught me how to. So it's, I keep it super simple when I'm making pie crust, but yeah, yeah. I'd also don't make a lot of pie crusts anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just like I said, I I I'll just you know, and that's and that's generally anything I'm cooking. I'm like, this seems like it's neat to make. Well, no, it's yeah. it's either better just to buy it better or it tastes exactly the same. So why am I why am I wasting? There my are time? a lot of things that are super quick to make. Like I don't know why people buy pancake mix. You see boxed pancake mix. Yeah. And you're like, it's four ingredients. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. No. Bisquick is still there. Makes no sense to me. <laughs> Excuse me. It's convenient because it comes in a little plastic jug. You just fill it up to oh, the yeah. fill line, shake it up, and then you go. I, I guess I've, I've never even used a. You never use it. I see it. Like I could understand yeah. people going camping might take it with them, but at home, like I can make twelve pounds of pancakes for approximately two dollars. That, <laughs> that little jug to make six pancakes is like four fifty. Yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. So not only do you get our uh, vinyl 
uh, record reviews and our booze reviews, but we also give you cooking advice here <laughs> on the Country Hipster Podcast. We're just adding to the list. Yes. Music podcast, drinking podcast, literary podcast, exactly. cooking podcast. It's great. It's great. All right. So real quick, the factoids. So what we, okay. So real quick, what we're doing here today is like we, obviously we didn't pull Christmas records out of the box of Michael. That would seem very suspicious if we happened to just randomly pull a Christmas album. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, we're not, we're, we've only, we've only done one thing suspiciously yeah. with, the, with the box of Michael. And we didn't, and that even, for we good didn't even do that suspiciously because you did it legitimately when you recorded the bonus episode. I did, actually. And then we just fudged it to, yes. to, you know. Yeah, to, so, so I actually do have my real reaction to, like, me pulling that. Uh, that yeah, because you pulled um, bright eyes. You pulled Digital Ash, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so one day I'll post that as, like, bonus content. But um, but no, so what we are here to talk about is we are, we're going to talk about Christmas music and the Christmas season. And um, listen, not not to um, exclude any of the other religions, you know, the people who, uh, you know, they celebrate Kwanzaa or they celebrate Hanukkah or the secular people who just celebrate Tuesday. Um, you know, we're, we're, I was raised Catholic, Tom Christian-ish. Nope. Secular, non-secular. Yeah. No, no, just straight. Never just baptized a, okay. or any of that nonsense. Yeah. You never were? went to church. Okay. I was, I was baptized, but I was never confirmed. Right. Right. Never so, went to Catholic. So the, I didn't go to Catholic school until I got accepted to a Catholic college. Yeah. So there you go. So, <laughs> so, you know, so we're focusing on Christmas because that's what we've grown up celebrating. It's not yeah. that we don't. We don't acknowledge the other religions and the other celebrations. It's just that it's, um, you know, I don't know anything about it. So it'd be insensitive if we tried to, and we would just butcher it. Exactly. Exactly. Which actually I will get into an insensitive person regarding Christmas music later. Because it will be one of the albums we're talking about. Not really insensitive, just kind of like funny. We've got a big one going on right now, actually, as of recording. There you go. It's Diwali. Oh, that's day three. What is Diwali? Do you know what Diwali is? It's the festival of lights for Buddhists, Hindus, Sikhs, and Jains. There you go. It's a big uh, clean your house, except, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. make sure everything's reconnect with family, whether it's distance or grievances Mm -hmm. and kind of, yeah. It's a it's a big one. Which is why we're not talking about these other religions because I have no idea what the fuck is. I know it pops up on my Google like calendar, Diwali first day of Diwali. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. So so you <laughs> I know, know I know So we're gonna work, stick to what we know. <laughs> at work in the break room there's like a, a piece of paper that has like a picture of like the candles that you light. Yeah, the okay. dia. Yeah. There's a, a picture of like one of those, but like a, a coloring book style picture of it. Mm-hmm. So they have a bunch of them so people can decorate oh. the can make them make their own. Um, I haven't done one yet because I've been too busy moving heavy boxes and driving forklifts. All right. So, okay. So, so we are going to get into some factoids about Christmas music and I'm literally just going to read from the Wikipedia right now. I did read this ahead of time. So I think I know all the words. Um, I'm here uh, if you need help. Thank you. Thank you. So Christmas music comprises a variety of genres of music regularly performed or heard around the Christmas season. Music associated with Christmas may be purely instrumental or in this ca- or in the case of carols may employ lyrics about the nativity of Jesus. Traditions such as gift giving and merrymaking, cultural figures such as Santa Claus or other topics. Uh, many songs s- simply have a winter or seasonal theme or have been adopted into the canon for other reasons. Uh, while most Christmas songs before the 20th century were a tr- of a traditional religious character, the Great Depression 
brought a stream of U.S. songs that did not explicitly explicitly mention the Christian nature of the holiday, but rather the more secular, traditional Western themes and customs associated with it. These included songs aimed at children, such as Santa Claus is Coming to Town and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, as well as sentimental ballad-type songs performed by famous crooners of the era, such as Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and White Christmas, the latter of which remained the best-selling single of all time as of 2018. Uh, Elvis's Christmas album by Elvis Presley is the best-selling Christmas album of all time, having sold more than 20 million copies. So to summarize... And that's why you always say... Uh, when people are like, "Oh, I got some Elvis records," you're like, "Great!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean that's that's like a whole different thing. But yes, when you have when you have you know basic supply and demand. Yeah, it's, it's a 1988 like, tops baseball card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, all right, great. You that that's cool, but it's not really worth any money. But like, I I think it's safe to say, just like you know, when you look at it, like the 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 vinyl industry in 2022 at the end of the year did like I think it was like 110 billion. Uh, units final with a B with a B okay we're sold and there's got to be a good chunk of that you know has to be Christmas music just because of the amount of it that's around and the amount that like people want to buy and like you yeah. listen you have a to you solid know. month where you can't go to a retail establishment without hearing exactly no. Christmas it, music yeah it, Adam's nightmare ex- yeah right he loves it he loves it so we'll talk about that in a little I bit. read I, this might be off topic but you mentioned the sales of vinyl in 2022 mm-hmm. I read somewhere that I think it was 2022. It might have been 2021. Is the first year that vinyl had been the biggest selling physical media. Yep. For which is it's si- amazing since like 1981 yeah. or something like that or 83. Yep. Yeah. And I was quite surprised. It was. It, yeah. Vinyl. Like, and they keep saying like everybody's like, oh, here vinyl's coming back. So yeah, it's kind of been back for a little while now. Yeah. But thanks for noticing. So. Um, it's kind yeah. of been back. I've just been in my garage selling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just you know, it's all. It's actually. It's I. I've. I've actually been keeping vinyl from everybody else. It's in the uh, forty-five thousand square foot uh, warehouse of yeah. the Hotsville Record Garage. So, all but, twenty million copies of that Elvis album are somewhere yes, in this. They're somewhere in somewhere this in the catacombs of this building. You know what I mean? I think. I think we keep them behind Snoop Dogg there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but so. The, the format of this show, like I said, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, we have the Box of Michael where we'll pick out the next week's episode. So we're not doing that for this. We're going to talk about each of us have picked out um, a, a Christmas album. And so uh, we've we've each listened to them and uh, we're going to we're going to go through those and, you know, as to why we like those albums and what they mean to us and so on and so forth. So we're going to start off with Adam and your Christmas album. Awesome. Um, I have mine right here next to me because actually this is the this is the first time for this podcast. I've actually listened to the album. The actual on album. vinyl. Does anybody have an opener? I have like six of them on me. At one Thank time. you. Uh, so I have this uh, this Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. album that I happen to, uh, I think I've said before, um, a, a large portion of my record collection was inherited from my parents. They've always had their records in the basement with the turntable. Um, they were just collecting dust. When I was in high school, I was when I bought my, uh, my first vinyl. Um, which we'll probably talk about on a later episode of the podcast. Okay. Um, so I, you know, took an interest in vinyl my, in, in high school, and I kind of adopted the rest of, like, everybody else's records in the basement. Um, and this was one of them. I actually showed it to my mom this morning, 
and she goes she like she she picked it up and she's looking at it. she's like this was mine i'm like yeah i know it was one of the records i took from you guys she's like i'm like the record like i'm like the sleeve has seen better days she's like well it's like probably like 50 60 years old i was like yeah well shit happens um it's kind of a weird one so paul and tom did not actually listen to this album you guys listened to an album of Chipmunks yeah, Christmas yeah. songs. So, so yeah. here, here's the thing. Here's my thing with the Chipmunks. And this is why we did this. Number one, we couldn't find that yeah, specific this, one. This is a very strange... Like, this album is basically uh, Santa Claus telling the story of Alvin buying a harmonica for some sick kid. Okay. Um, And trying to make his Christmas... Like, it's... Okay. It's supposed to be like the kid's dying. It's going to be his last Christmas. Yeah, play the fucking blues while you die, kid. Yeah, nice, and yeah. Alvin's like, let's get him this harmonica. <laughs> and it's, it's, exactly. Um, so it's this weird half story, half music record. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I always, I've been, I've been playing it uh, for my kids every Christmas uh, oh, nice. since they've been cognizant of music. So Cool. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, and the reason we did that, like, you know, so I mean, most of the songs we like kind of looked at the track listing, yeah. like, like the, the Chipmunks have a bunch of Christmas albums. None of them have really changed all that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, we'll listen to this generic, you know, uh, uh, Chipmunks Christmas. And, you, you know, you figure, you you know, you can talk about that guy yeah. there. So, yeah. I feel like I got the full experience, though, on Spotify. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like I, I don't think I missed anything. It was 36 minutes or whatever it was. Yes, it was. Well, the best is, uh, when I was, it's been, it's been, no, uh, like I said, my records have been living at Paul's house for forever, and before that, they were in storage for mm-hmm. about a year and a half. So it's probably been about two or three years since I've listened to this record, and I forgot that when you're listening to side one, at the end of it, Santa tells you it's because it's an album made for kids, right? So Santa goes, "It's like, all right, kids, time to turn the record over." <laughs> and I'm sitting there listening to listening to it this morning, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that." Well, that like that reminds me, like, so I had like these. Um these little uh these booklets which would have like these little 45s in them uh-huh. that like i had a couple star wars ones and i think there were like other stories too yeah and it would tell you at the beginning of the record like when you hear this sound turn the page yeah you know what I mean? so yeah so it's like similar to that so i mean I guess you know when we when when you look at it i mean i guess the whole point was hey put this on and just listen you know back to the back to the radio days and before they were the talkies and the movies you know yeah. what i mean and stuff like that that's what that's was what the you would um was it Teddy Ruxpin that had the cassette player? Yes. Yeah, 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 like yeah. It, would, it would be like it was the same thing. Like it was like audio books, basically. And the, yep. The fucking and thing we read along with. We play whatever. Yeah. That, that was one of those play like Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could throw a Metallica. Would Metallica he move his mouth though tonight? Yeah. Would he really? That's yeah. great. Yeah. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. I don't know how accurate he would be. Yeah, that's okay. It's just it's like pretty a great. Really dumb Godzilla movie, but. <laughs> But with uh, metal music. But I think that year that, like, Teddy Ruxpin came out, that was, like, one of those, like, it Christmas skips, yeah. too. Does anybody need a beer? Which, by the way, I, I have popped open. This is this is one of my – this is probably my favorite Christmas beer and one of, like, my say, favorite when beers you, in When you general. said you had the Sam Adams Christmas yeah. pack, I was like, Old Fezziwig is Old probably Fezz- my favorite Christmas yes. time beer. Old you have more of them in there? Fezziwig, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. I will try one. I've absolutely. never had no You've never Fezziwig. had Old Fezziwig? Oh. No. Here you go. So I'm going to take the other one. Yes. Oh, no, there's multiple Old Fezziwigs. What's that? Do yeah, they, no, no, we're three. Do they sell? Four. I think it's four each of the three. Yes. Pa- three yeah. Do they sell old Fezziwig? Just can you just buy just the case of old Fezziwig? No, I've but I I have seen a six pack. Okay. Yeah, I, I did say, see a six I pack could, in Giant. I could so. really get behind just the yes. case of old Fezziwig. So so here's what I'll say: If you guys go and you look back at um, my TikTok uh, last Christmas, um, you gave me your heart. I gave you my heart, and the very next day you just shat on it and stabbed me in the eye. <laughs> yeah. But um. No, so last Christmas, um, with you know Regina was due to be born uh, uh, December nineteenth, 
Um, so Jack and I brewed a baby's first Christmas ale. Yeah. And when we were doing it, you know, like we, we use like very kind of like the generic malts and stuff like that. The, the malt extract, we don't do anything crazy, but like, I was hoping to God it would turn out like, like old Fezziwig. And it did not, it's not, I, I, old Fezziwig is still pretty fucking good, but it's not, it's, our Christmas ale was similar. Yeah. It was definitely similar. It was in the same same vein, and it was very drinkable. It was actually probably the favorite, my favorite beer that we've made. So you can actually go back onto uh, the the TikTok um, at the Country Hipster, and if you look at about you know about a year ago, uh, you'll be able to see my my drinking review yeah. of, uh, of my taste review, the first taste of uh, old, uh, the baby's first Christmas ale. And uh, I think, you know. if I remember correctly, I think I had a baby's first Christmas ale on the podcast you probably did yeah like yeah. i think you randomly one of the early, yeah i think i, I had th- a couple extra you yeah think you, i think you found one and you were like oh it's like the last one i was like oh i was yes because i didn't get to try it when you had made it yeah yeah so yeah i think i think it was because i think i i think what had happened is i'd put some aside to give to some people uh, and then i didn't see them and i was like fuck it i'm drinking it's like you know like, fuck those people so so chipmunk's christmas i definitely get the sentiment behind it yeah, um it's just, something it's it's one of those things where to me like you know it's Christmas time when you hear fucking me. I want a hula. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, yeah, it's it's generic. It's, it's one of those you know. classics that you always hear, and it's 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 the thing that's like, oh, okay, that's. It almost uh, it's one of those things where to me it almost doesn't feel like it until I hear it on the radio. Okay, okay. So, so like my my thing with this is like I actually wonder how well this would play with kids now because like I mean I don't. I, well, I don't here's know the th- thing. I don't know if you're aware of this because Regina's not at that age group yet. There's been a resurgence of Alvin and the Chipmunks. So that's what I was not gonna just, say. Okay, not just with the movies, not, right. but there's See, also fucking TV. Like Nickelodeon has a TV show. Do Alvin they? The okay. Now, so all right. I, so they keep going back to that. Uh, yeah. They keep. You know, my like, favorite skateboarder as a child is Jason Lee, and he is all over those Chipmunk Christmas yeah, okay. the Chipmunk movies. All right. So so. <laughs> I guess I guess it would uh, play. I personally, that 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 high pitch, I could only take so much of it. Like yeah. that was just like Jesus Christ. Is and I think that's the yet. good thing about this version of what I listened to, opposed to what you guys did, mm-hmm. was that it has it that it story bit in between the songs to break up the fucking high pitched helium fest. Yes, but, yes. Yeah, I, I will say that I, when I was in the car with Regina listening to it, she didn't seem upset by it. No, you know, so I, you know, I'd give it probably a the Regina factor of a like. Yeah, you know. So what? What? How are you? How do you feel about the uh, Chipmunks Christmas there, Tom? Uh, it was okay. The the I I knew what to expect going mm-hmm. in, and it basically delivered exactly what I thought was going to happen. And I was <laughs> when it was over, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm whatever there was actually the the one i always kind of liked the there's one in particular on the version we listened to anyway there was one song i kind of like it's the one that literally everybody on the planet knows and you're gonna hear it 35 times this year again even though i worked retail still like that one um but it's it's not terrible nice okay all right cool so while we're on your um your album there adam and since you also are the co-host of the summer movie club Mm -hmm. what is your favorite christmas movie um, we've actually covered my favorite Christmas. Well, so uh, two years ago, one year, I can't remember, but Zach and I had discussed for um, for, for Christmas what we were going to do is um, we were going to do, I think we both, what we did was both of us picked like our least favorite Christmas movie, and then we were both going to pick our favorite Christmas movie. And I said to him, like, well, we're going to have to think of another movie because I'm pretty sure he and I have the same favorite Christmas movie, and we ended up, ended up covering it, which is Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Um, I saw that in theaters. That's Did a, you really? Yeah, that's what's one. up. 
Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, it's 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 fucking great. It's um, it's another thing where like to me it doesn't. If you go onto my Instagram, every year there's at least one still of uh me taking a picture of um when they're singing uh, wherever you find love it feels uh-huh. like christmas at some point every year that's like my first viewing of the season of it and um i haven't had it this year yet okay um, but um but so, yeah but the christmas carol is definitely at, so the, at the top of my on that topic list. how do you feel about in the regular version and removing uh the the one song oh oh in, in the movie yes um i don't mind because i like so if you go and watch it on Disney Plus, you can actually watch that bo- that yep, bonus. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that. Yep. Um, well, you can actually you can I, watch the movie like it's the full version. Yeah, it's the extended I have, version. I, yes. I say I have the DVD of it somewhere, and the uh-huh. DVD has that song. Uh-huh. The song's fine, but it, it definitely slows the movie down. See, I don't think it does. It, plus, it, plus it, it's it's two minutes. How how much does no, two minutes I, really I, slow it down? I know it's but it's just like especially like for a kid, you're just like all right, we have the two like human characters in the movie <laughs> on screen with no fucking with gonzo not there yeah so like for i get why cutting it out for a kid's movie in retro like as they said at an adult it's fine it's a good it's a, it's right, a decent right, right, song right. it doesn't but for a kid it definitely would like the kids would be like where where's fucking kermit well like, i will t- i will tell you this that uh regina actually likes watching that movie yeah uh, we've i've already been showing it to her and um, I show her the full version, and she's fine with the yeah. damn song, yeah. so she can well, she can take she's, it. She's she's a she's a cut above the rest. Though. She is. She is. I will I will say, and I think it has been noted noted that that uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol is probably the truest like adaptation of the the book yeah. the Christmas Carol like like out there. It's one of like the the best ones, and I also like that uh, when uh, when they approached Michael Caine about doing this, he's like, I'll do this, but like you got to understand, I'm. I'm going serious. Like I'm not doing this as a joke. Yeah. And they were like, "That's why That's we exactly wanted exactly what this. we need." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, I, actually, it's funny because um, my my older son. I have a playlist on my phone. It originally it was just my older son's playlist, but now it's become both my son's playlists. Um, there's two or three Muppet Christmas Carol songs on that playlist, so okay. I'll be driving around with my kids in July and <laughs> fucking wherever you find love it feels like christmas comes on nice um and uh, also they're big both big fans of um marley and marley okay um yeah just for uh, i've i've loved that movie for forever and i will that movie's just fucking it's 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 the perfect christmas yeah, movie that's good one. it's got christmas it's got muppets it's got michael Caine. what else yeah. do you need in the world? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Tom, what is your favorite Christmas movie? I'm pretty basic. It's christmas vacation. Christmas vacation? Yeah, yeah nothing wrong with that. I no, love I've that. I've got easy 5 honorable mentions but uh-huh. yeah that christmas vacation is always my favorite i don't really watch it any other time of year but around christmas time i always watch it once or twice uh-huh. and it holds up every single time it yeah. does and even even with it being like what was it like early 90s when that was like filming and it's and it's set in that time too it still is relevant like to to everything like today too it's yeah, just you got like, asshole right. family members uh-huh. and yeah. asshole neighbors yep. and yeah what was the best is like when i lived in Summerton, the neighbors who were like directly next to us they were that that, that was top that, that was yeah absolutely <laughs> like all the fucking time and i'm just like jesus christ and i actually felt bad for the dude because like what would happen was so like you know like we weren't shitty neighbors but like you know i had like three kids and you know what i mean like the yeah. last thing i was worried about was if my lawn was perfectly manicured right uh, it was cut there was no trash like whatever but like you know I've, i have better things to do than sit there and be a fucking lawn nazi 
Um, so we were looked at as like the trashy neighbors because we didn't go like the extra mile and shit like that. But you guys what, just mowed the lawn. You didn't do the edging. Exactly. You exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You monster. I know. Um, you know, I would clean up my leaves. Oh geez. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, whatever. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Right. But, um, so, so what was funny though, is when I would do a little extra of something else, I always felt bad for, for the husband because no matter what I did, within a week he had to be out there doing something better <laughs> and i remember the one time i was doing something and he just walked yeah it was a great because he walks up and he walks up and he sees me doing it. he's like fuck because <laughs> he, you know, like, he's like god damn it i forget what it was Paul's but it was in the backyard like, <laughs> putting together a swing set exactly. they have a fucking like chuck e cheese jungle gym the next fucking week yeah and, it was, and they didn't even they didn't have kids at the time yeah. but no it was just funny because like like i just remember that day i don't remember what it was i think i might have been plant, planting flowers or some shit like there's something stupid yeah. that's like all right i have time to do this so i'm gonna do it yeah. i just remember he just like he's just like fuck <laughs> and like three days later he's, he's out there it. and he's He's doing something. I'm like, ah. He's going to hear about it. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. See, Todd, the, the hillbilly neighbors fucking plant flowers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have flowers, Todd? <laughs> well, yes, yes. Uh, no, I, I do I do love um, some Christmas vacation. That's, that, is a, that is a good one there. So what is your favorite Christmas movie, Paul? I, I, I went around with this. It's Love Actually. Okay. I I uh, I I know. I, like I've it. Actually, I hate that fucking movie. I've never movie. actually seen that no? movie. They, no. Um, they, the entire movie is co- so telegraphed that when you watch it, you're gonna be like, I know what happens next. Well, you're yeah, gonna be right oh, every yeah. single fucking time. But isn't yeah. but isn't that kind of the point it's of some terrible. Christmas movies? Like you look at the Hallmark Channel. Like there there's a formula that this is what it is, and it always ends up great at the well, end, right? Always... Alan Rickman reprises his role as a total cunt. By yes, the way, yes, yeah, you know? yeah, oh yeah. I always, uh, I always joke He's because my mom, Alan Rickman, Alan my mom has become, gotten Hans very, Kruger. very into mm-hmm. Hallmark movies Oh God! and I, I joke with her because like the other day she was watching one. I'm like, I really hate the fact that I'm seeing a Hallmark movie for the second time. <laughs> and I joke with her. I was like, I'm like, I've seen every single Hallmark movie known to man. She's like, no, you haven't. I'm like, I've seen the six that they played this week, so I've seen every single Hallmark movie known to man. This one fits right in. The it does. Old, it's no, just it... they have a bigger budget, so they have you and have they... a lot of like big name actors. And they yeah. have Kira Knightley. Yeah. When she looked really good. I don't know what she looks like now. I'm sure probably she's still, so beautiful. Probably but still, still a 10, but, yeah. You know, I mean, no, I just, no. Nah. Yeah. Although I will say that whole scene where, like, the dude where he's, like, holding up the signs. Dude, you're a creeper, man. The dude like, from the dude, dude from Walking dude, Dead. Dude, oh, is it? Yeah, I don't even know. Like, yes. Yeah, but uh, that's kind of like, oh, man, no, that's kind of weird. You kind of, like, just ruin their Christmas video to there, give dude, yourself something to pleasure yourself to. There are so many fucking weird, like. Oh, yeah. Like, every person in that movie is a dickhead. Uh-huh. But I, I I love to like the uh, the whole scenes where like uh, Hugh Hugh Grant is like the prime minister and like yeah. he keeps talking about the intern that he likes and everybody's like that chubby girl and I remember at one point I'm like she's not chubby and then, and then he turns around he's like you really think she's chubby I don't think she's chubby yeah. <laughs> and I'm like thank you Hugh also, Grant she, she's not no she's beautiful yeah I don't get it but yeah. I googled Kira Knightley now and this is the first picture that comes oh yeah up, no, so she looks that's her now yeah. so. hey there you yeah. go there you go. So yes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Love Actually fan. In, in that movie, Hugh Grant plays Hugh Grant. Uh huh. Like he, he's, <laughs> it's like casting Samuel L. Jackson. You're not getting an actor. You're getting Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's gonna play that. He's gonna play himself. Yes, yes, yes. So least favorite or overrated uh, Christmas movie. 
I mean, we talked about it. I don't know if, if, if you want to consider it a Christmas movie, if you want to consider it a Halloween movie, I'm, I would say Nightmare Before Christmas. See, I, 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 it goes both ways. Yeah. I, I actually can say, I, um, it's, you know, it's like a, a, a door at a old time saloon. It could go, it go either way. I, uh, and it might be a little bit controversial, but I might also put Elf into that category. Okay. All right. Huh. All right. I've seen it a handful of times and I don't need to see it anymore. Yeah. I can't ever write off a movie with Artie Lang in it. I, can't, oh, I, I forgot Artie Lang was in there. Yeah. I can't ever write off a movie with Artie. And he had a full nose at that time. He did. Yeah. So he did. Yeah, uh, Regina is a big fan of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. But yeah. like, it's funny. So I, I was saying to a friend of mine. Um, uh, <laughs> so uh, he posted something like about like you know how like Christmas was trying to like take over like everything, but if it weren't for the goths, they you know what I mean. Yeah. They wouldn't have stopped like goths ca- Halloween and goth. the line. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I said, well, they almost lost it with Nightmare Before Christmas. And then, um, then I said, like, I was like, however, I've been showing it to my daughter and she, she loves the old guy in the wheelchair and she laughs every time he comes on and I can't figure out if what he's doing that is funny or if I have a kid who just likes to laugh at people in wheelchairs. That's a good so one. you're not gonna know for a couple more I, years. I know, either. and I'm just like, this could yeah. go. Oh man, I really, I either don't it's get either, the humor. It's either she, he's got a funny voice, or Regina's an asshole. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I can't. I haven't been able to figure it out. Yeah. And I'm hoping that there's something funny about him that I just, I just don't get. So, uh, Tom, real, real quick, I want to touch on. I just mentioned how uh, Elf would be on my list of overplayed. I brought a six pack of Santa. I know, I know him from uh, Evil Genius down in Philly. Uh, if you've ever had Evil Genius, they're all. I haven't had any bad beers from them. Okay. Um, but they all have fun names, and Santa I know him is an elf reference. So there, there you go. go. There you go. Um, your least favorite or overrated Christmas movie? I'm gonna say Love Actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling I that was coming. Really dislike that movie. Okay. It's just yeah, I don't. know. It's awful. Hey, awful. Nothing. But whatever. Yeah. Hey. So I am actually kind of on the. You know, I don't care if it's fucking controversial or not. I actually have two. I have two that are my least favorite or overrated Christmas movies. One of them being Elf. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just not. It's a. It's it's a fine movie. I I also like like as I read about the movie, like how small the budget was, and yeah. and really at the time it was. Will Farrell, but it was before Will Farrell was Will Farrell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, like that's kind of cool. John Farva, who I do, I do like his his directing. I like his right. Favreau. Whatever. I don't care. I like it that he's Farva. Farva. John, John Farva from from, from <laughs> Super, Super Troopers. Troopers. Yes. Yeah. So say Car Ramrod, leader of Eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like his writing. I like his directing. Um, but like, just just it, it's it doesn't do much for me. The movie Elf just doesn't. It has some funny parts. This is like, all right, yeah, I will say there's parts of that movie that make me laugh hysterically. Like when he, um, uh, when he sees the the raccoon when he comes into like New, like New York and he sees the raccoon, he's like, oh, and the thing go, like attacks him. Fucking gets me every single fucking time. And then, and then when he's walking across the street to Gimbal's and the fucking cab just comes out of nowhere and blindsides him. Oh, <laughs> Golden, but and, and then like this the the um the the scenes with Peter Dingle. Yeah. Where he's like, Oh, you're an angry no, elf. He's I like, was... call me elf one more time. It's just like, oh yeah, Peter Dingle. Ding yeah. Dinklage. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> Peter Dangle. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> do you guys? You guys know I don't care when I say it's so wrong at this point, right? I like uh, they. They got some good actors. Like I love Sonny Corleone in that movie. Is yes, good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, that's uh, a movie. James Conn. Yeah. James Conn. James Conn. James Conn. That's a movie that I don't need to watch every mm-hmm. year, though. I like. I love yes. Elf. Yes. But I need, I'll watch it every three years, and I'm good. Okay. Right. And then my my slash on that though is the Ron Howard uh, Grinch 
that stole Christmas. Absolutely, the, the, fucking uh, hate it. The, the Jim Carrey, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, Jim Carrey does a fine job acting. It's it's fine. It's, it's I say they couldn't have picked a better person yes. to play the Grinch than yes. Jim Carrey. And and I was actually excited about that movie when I heard they were doing it because because the animated thing that you would see on TV, like the half hour, forty five minute version. That's it. Might that would have been one of my honorable mentions. Exactly. I absolutely love that movie. I yeah. lo- I love that. I love that show. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see what they do here. And it's just like this. It's hard to call that a movie this, though. You're right. It's yeah. only like thirty six minutes yeah. long. It's a Christmas special. Have you yes. seen Have you seen the newer no, I fully animated I Grinch? No. Um, I saw that. Actually, we saw that. Um, me and my ex-wife took our older son, Liam, to see it uh, in theaters. It was like the last thing we did as a fan, like without uh, my youngest, Henry. He, we, he, we, I think we went to see that on the, in the movies on like a Friday or mm-hmm. on like a Wednesday or something. And she went in for her C-section on Friday. So oh, it was okay. literally... The last thing he we did is just him being just him being him. Okay. Um, it's not bad. Um, did you know I, a fun thing about the the live action one with Jim Carrey? Because of that, they made the Cat in the Hat movie with Mike Myers. Okay. And um, when Doctor Seuss's wife saw the Cat in the Hat, she said that she would never greenlight another live action <laughs> adaptation of one of Doctor Seuss's really? works. Okay. Yeah. That's fair, because that was a piece of shit. It, it was, was yeah. It was, it was a piece of shit. It yes. was garbage, but yeah. yeah. Yep. So, all right. So, um, Tom, we got another drink. Yes, we what do. We, what do we got? What do we have going our, on our here? second drink, we went with the... A Lot Like Christmas. A Lot Like Christmas, Off all right. of the Bing Crosby Merry Christmas album from 1949. All right. I thought you had a Bing Crosby album, but yeah. No, yeah, Perry Well, what's funny is actually I said to him when I was putting that up there, I was like, I was like, oh, I got to put Bing up here. I'm like, oh, no, this is fucking Perry Como. Oh, oh fuck it. I'm still man. putting it up there. Same so. thing. Same thing. Same, you <laughs> look alike. Just generic white guy with a suit. Yeah. Yep. He right. didn't. Although I don't think Perry Como ever got any controversy about beating his children with a bag of oranges probably not probably not bing did though okay legend hey anyway all right legend so i'll be on so will you do that wait wait the the drink you're making is it that one with the orange or that the lemon what you have with the lemon for did he really he beat his kids with a bag of oranges and now there's an orange peel in this fucking drink that's that's actually pretty amazing (laughs) that is a grapefruit peel in the picture okay okay. okay Mm. But I mean, it's citrus. It's citrus. Okay. Also, he allegedly, beat allegedly, his yeah, allegedly, yes. yeah. According to his children. So, so uh, while Tom is making the drink, Adam, can you hand me that pile of junk yes. that uh, that I handed to you earlier? So, what we have here, right? And I, okay, I am a diabetic. We have talked about this, and I also one of my favorite things. So, what do we have? We, we have, have enough we sugar have, to put you into a coma. We have. The Stoffers stars, the chocolate stars with the little white chocolate starfish. Yeah, star flavored water. Yes, um, I got some That's peeps the third here. Drink I'm making. Actually. There you go. I got some peeps here. We got some gingerbread man peeps and some Christmas tree peeps. Now these are supposed to be gingerbread men flavored, so that I'm seems... interested. These probably just taste like regular peeps. And then we have an a plethora of candy canes. So. I am like all right. So, but no peppermint ones. No pe- which fuck Tom, peppermint ones. Which Tom was saying he's not. I I was saying I love candy canes, but Tom was saying I, he does not like the peppermint. Fuck the peppermint pan- candy canes. I don't like them. I love all the different flavors of, of candy canes. So like we got this one here that's like Seven Up, A and W root beer, and Dr Pepper. This one I saw and I was like, oh my god, how do I not get this? It is fruity pebbles and cocoa pebbles, yes. right? And then uh, we got some uh, Hawaiian punch, so it has tropical punch, cherry, and grape. And then this, I saw this and I was like, dude, dude, how do I not do this? 
It's oh, it's baby it's bottle baby pop. bottle pops. But here's the deal with these: not only do you get a candy cane, but you get a little fucking container of fucking you get a, sugar. You get a vial of cocaine. So, <laughs> so while he's making those, we're gonna try some of this shit here, Adam. And, and Tom, you are welcome to join us as well. I want to so I want to dig right into because Tom was saying he loves the Dr Pepper ones. Okay. And my my oldest, my daughter, loves Dr Pepper. And I feel like I've gotten Ooh. these for her before, but I've never had one. Yo, smell these. This is this is the gingerbread man. Peeps. I don't ever nope. need to eat a peep in my fucking yeah, life. I don't, smell this. I don't want that though. It smells. It smells like cinnamon. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it I doesn't I smell like gingerbread to I, me. But I don't want that in my I life. I fucking hate. I don't like marshmallows. Oh. I like them when they're toasted. I like them marshmallow flavored things, but I the like actual. Them. I like <laughs> them in my Lucky Charms, like, mm. but commercially produced marshmallows, I fucking hate. Have you like ever? Them. Um, have you ever? Uh, like roasted peeps over a open yes. fire. Oh, yeah, it's and they're fucking delicious. Totally acceptable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Right. Not in the regular form. Though. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, this is bad radio. Um, yeah. These gingerbread man, fucking, they taste. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Tom, I'm with you. The Dr Pepper candy canes are what's up. Dr Pepper, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take one of each of the other ones just yeah. so I can not. Hog the box. So I'm I'm really interested in these um these the baby bottle baby pops. bottle pop ones um just because I've never seen these and I and I purposely I was like oh by the way I told your daughter that she is going home with a bunch of candy canes today. Okay, I'm sure she so, was super pumped. Yes. Oh, she's like yeah. So I'm gonna go with the the blue kind, which is a blue raspberry here. And like I said, this is like cool. You get like a little like like it's just sugar. It's just a container of sugar that we're getting here. Um, she buys those at the deli by my house. She nice. She buy the baby bottle ones. All okay. The time. She fucking loves those things. Yeah, man. Right, so here's the thing that's unsettling. None of the sugar in these vials are moving. Well, you gotta shake it up. It's cold. So I, it's cold in the garage today. I apologize for the tapping sound on the table. So I want to say this too. So these these star cookies, you scoop, right? You want to scoop that out with a key? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me get. Let me just get a bump. Let me get a bump. So. um What's kind of cool about these star cookies here, which I will, which I'll pop these open. So like, there was a store down um, in Summerdale called Nelly's Deli, um, uh, right on a Southampton Road, and uh, my kids would go down all the time because they would actually sell. You could buy a couple cookies, but you could also buy like the big boxes of them. Oh shit! I literally just messed that up. So um, credit card, cut that up. Yeah, right, right. Mm, delicious. Um, but so they would go down all the time. So every year, it's been kind of like a tradition. I always get these cookies now. For a while, what I would do, because my kids moved out to the West Coast um, a bunch of years ago. Uh, so every Christmas, I used to send them a bunch of cookies and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I, I've since stopped that because they're all adults now, so they can buy their own cookies if they want them. Yeah. Um, but I still I still get a pack or two for here. So, so Jack, who moved back to... Um, the area in 2019 he gets to uh to enjoy them whereas like uh the uh the other the other two kids who live on the west coast don't necessarily get them but like uh this are this they co- not a is it just an east coast Sta- stoffers is like they're they're actually based in lancaster county oh um so they're actually very local so you can buy them on amazon actually yeah. and you can get them delivered so i'm gonna try this uh see i got you got to get it wet first yeah mm-hmm. you always gotta get it wet you always gotta get it wet first oh yeah it is kind of hard to to get down in there, but it's coming out. So there you go. It's all it's all sugary on the end there. And, mm, it was hard to get down in there because you didn't get it wet enough, you know. Yeah, thank God for my new diabetes medicine. It might keep my shit under control mm-hmm. while I'm eating this. I am. I'm on that. Um, I actually changed. I'm on that uh, shot now that you take once a week and it's supposed to make you lose weight. Oh, that thing? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. 
It, yeah. was, it became a thing on the internet because a bunch of people who aren't diabetic are taking it to yes. lose weight. Yes, I know. I know. I am not. Ta- so, okay. So I am taking it to lose weight, but I am a diabetic. But the reason um, my endo wants me to do it is um, I'm going to get getting all my uh, my shit. So I technically have low T because I'm old. Yeah. And uh, she said one of the reasons of low T can be uh, because of sleep apnea, which I also have. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, ultimately all of the sleep apnea machines don't work. If I just lost weight, I wouldn't have sleep apnea. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's basically what it, cause I didn't get it till I got fat. And, um, yeah, so that's, so she's actually the one who said, she's like, listen, let's, let's switch you up. If you're cool with it, let's, let's no. switch it up and see what happens. And hopefully, you know, you lose some weight and it helps your sleep apnea, which then helps your tea, which also helps your diabetes. These, um, these seven up candy canes are delightful. Yeah. Okay. These, uh, these baby bottle pop ones are a little, they're a little, they're a little intense. Like with the, uh, with the sugar on there, I'm yeah. like, eh. Eh, I don't know about that. So they're not bad. This is really like a vial. This is like, like it's a crack vial. It is a crack vial for diabetes. So yeah. I have to go right to the fruity pebbles one. Although, do I want to do fruity pebbles or do I want to do cocoa? Pops? Do one and one or cocoa pebbles. Do one and one. All right, yeah. cool. So this is what, honestly, in my opinion, this is kind of what Christmas is about. It's just like eating all this like crap that you shouldn't be eating and getting these like special flavors ones i'm gonna do the cocoa pebbles first oh. and uh paul i sense another segment coming on there is another segment coming on um you know so which actually leads me to what are your favorite things to eat at a uh, christmas like meals or like what whatever what do you look forward to culinarily um do you like that that was a good word right i like it I like it uh-huh. uh culinarily at uh the uh, christmas season um like I mentioned, candy canes. Mm-hmm. Big fan of candy canes. Um, and, um, oh, excuse me, uh, butter cookies. My butter mom, cookies. My mom always makes uh, always makes butter cookies, and mm-hmm. I'm always uh, a fan. Okay. Um, she has one of those, um, uh, one of the presses. You know what I'm talking about? Pizzelles? No, no, no. The, 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 the cookie. Yeah. like a caulking gun. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a, looks like oh, a caulking really? gun, okay. but for making different shaped um butter cookies um she started out when i was younger and had one that was literally just like a canister with a fucking screw on the end of it that uh-huh. pushed it out nice now she's gotten a little bit fancier and has like a nicer one um but yeah grown up is always um always candy canes and the cookies my mom would make she was also a big fan of making the um the glob of peanut butter with the hershey kiss in the mm-hmm. middle um those are I used to love them. It's weird because I loved them when I was a kid, and recently I haven't. Like, I could eat, like, I used to be able to eat, like, a thousand of them. Now I could eat, like, excuse me, like, one or two of them. I'm like, I'm good. Because you're old. Yeah, it's because I'm old. Um, But yeah, like, honestly, just like, like, my my idea of, like, Christmas dinner, um, uh, when I was married. Real quick, Coca Pebble candy canes? Not 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 that good. Um, my uh, my ex wife her her mom um, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Debbie, uh, I'm out of a drink. Just cheers, cheers Ooh. something. Yeah, uh, candy cane. There you go, Debbie. Debbie. Um, she uh, she would, every Christmas Eve would do the seven fishes. So so that is one thing that I you know I got super excited when I found out that our dad was marrying like a, a fully Italian woman. Italian? I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, we're gonna get to do seven fishes. No. Never once have we been invited to the goddamn seven fishes. Well, but your mom doesn't do it. She's never. She yeah. did it. I think the first time she did it was last year. Okay. Maybe the year before. I can't remember. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, my ex's mom would do um, 
uh, spaghetti and red sauce with tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she would do spaghetti. It sounds weird, but it's fucking delicious. Wow. Sounds weird because it is weird. No, it's fucking delicious. Um, she like, would... not like tuna fish, like like uh, like not like canned tuna. No, she would do a yes, canned tuna. Yes, it is. Yeah, canned tuna. Oh no, that no, is weird. No, it's good, dude. I, she the first time she said it to me, I was like, that's fucking disgusting. Mm. And then I tried it, and I fucking love it. There's like a million fish. You only have to pick seven. Yeah. You could just use a different one. Yeah. Or or get fresh tuna. Yeah, so she would do she would do uh, mm. spaghetti and red with tuna. She'd do spaghetti and white with clams, um, clams, lobster, like tail. Mm-hmm. And she used to do it with crab, but then we found out someone is allergic to just crab. So oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, fruity fruity pebble ones, fucking yeah, fucking delicious. Um, Def, definitely really good. Definitely. She would also do uh, are those soda johns. Right she would do oh, the oh, she would do the crab legs. She would do mussels in red and white. She uh-huh. would do um, the one thing that I, made me upset that she didn't do was um, she never made smelts because they smell. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do apparently do. But when the the two times that my mom's done it, she made smelts because her mom would always make them. And I fucking it's literally you just deep fry a whole fish and eat them bones and all. Yeah. Bones and all? Yeah. yeah really? They look like a fucking minnow that you catch at the creek. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you see rainbow smelts is the ones you Ooh. see a lot at the stores. Fuck these fucking the root beer ones are root fucking. Root beer ones are fire, good. Dude. Yeah, the A and W ones. Yeah. Okay. Do you want any candy canes there, Tom? You want them? You want them Dr. Peppers, the red guys? Just save me one. I just I do want to try one of those Dr. Peppers. There's three. There's three. All right. I'll cool. take one. There you go. All right. Well, the rest are going home with your kids. So, yeah. um, so, I got the tropical punch, uh, the Hawaiian punch ones now. Or the Kool-Aid one, sorry. But um, yeah, these these are these are nondescript, just like fruity. But no, so far the, my favorite has been the uh, the fruity pebble candy canes. No. Um, so okay, so so what else you got? Like just the you know the anything else as far no, as I that mean, like, goes? Like uh, like until I until I married my ex-wife, like. Tom, our, where are you going? He's I'm just setting things out of the way. Oh wow, um, we were just gonna put him in the front. We uh <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, oh, bef- I know. Before um. Before marrying my ex-wife, we, my family, we, we just always did basically Thanksgiving part two mm-hmm. for um, for Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and my favorite meal of the day is Thanksgiving. So, our favorite meal of the meal of the year is Thanksgiving. So, I was happy with Thanksgiving part two. Cool. Um, yeah, give me a whole turkey anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tom, before we get into what your favorite uh, holiday foods are, what what are we drinking here? This is. A recipe inspired by the 1949 Merry Christmas album by Bing Crosby. Side B, a lot like Christmas. It says, channel a bygone era with Applejack brandy, once America's most popular spirit, which I did research on and I've got some factoids if you want them. Okay. Reminiscent of the spirited but balanced drinks of the 1940s, this cocktail is a pretty sight to see. With a hint of orange and a dash of lime, it's as enchanting as Bing's voice. Unless he's coming down the stairs drunk to kick the shit out of you. Yeah, with a bag of oranges. Unless he's got a bag of oranges. He's going to fuck you up with a bag Ooh. of oranges. So, this is this is nice. This is refreshing. Like, on, on like the front end, it's almost like a margarita, but then you get the brandy on the back end. Um, and it's, so, it's really nice. I like it. I've got a piece of candy cane in my mouth, which might be throwing that off a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it starts out, <coughs> like you're saying, yeah. you get the, the lime juice first. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then the back end, yes, yes, yeah, it's it's. But it's but it's like but I, I I can taste the the 
the triple second there, the orange liqueur. Yeah. Like that's kind of the middle for me right there. I've, I've never been big on brandies and stuff like Christian Brothers and shit like that. Um, so so for this to to have just that subtleness, it gives you the good part of the brandy, not the what I would consider the bad part, which I don't even know what the bad part is because I don't drink enough brandy to really say. I just know that I haven't really liked a lot of it. I feel um, like the bad part of brandy is when you drink too much and beat your wife. I think the bad part of brandy is when she killed that person while driving. True. Yeah. But <laughs> the worst part about brandy is when she kept when she claimed that that boy was hers mm-hmm. and stole him from Monica. I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, didn't something awful happen to her though? Who, Monica? No, brandy. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, she was in that terrible Cinderella. Oh, she was in that bitch. <laughs> I thought something bad happened to her. Well, too. if something bad happened to Brandy, now I feel like an asshole for talking shit about uh, Brandy. But <laughs> I didn't Google it. Yes, there you go. Um, but no, this is nice. Like I said, this is uh, it gives you like kind of like I, I I feel like at first I'm drinking a margarita and it just has that bite of the brandy at the end, which is again with this I th- I think it works. I think it I think it's like it's that little bit of like that like punch in the side that you kind of want. You know what I mean? I like oh oh what is that? Oh nice, thank you. Yeah, that's I I kind of I dig this. I don't I don't love Laird's Applejack either. Mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to. I'm from New Jersey. Laird's is like the oldest distiller in the country, and they are in New Jersey. This in is fact, the, that's the shit that like George Washington used to drink. Oh, okay, was nice. Laird's Applejack him nice. and his men? All right. This is the first time I've actually ever had it. This the recipe that we have is different now. Okay. Um, the Applejack. This isn't true Applejack. Normal Applejack is a type of brandy. It is a brandy made of fucking apples. So. Brandy is basically a spirit made from any distilled fruit. Doesn't matter what you distill it from. Okay. So Which there's is why a ton- we have blackberry brandy and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So there's a ton of different kinds. Um, cognac is one of them. Like mm-hmm. we're going to experience later. Mm-hmm. Cognac is a specific type of brandy. It has to be barrel aged. It has to be in the cognac region of France. So what do they use to 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 make it? Is it grapes or is it's it? It's grapes. It is grapes. Okay. Yeah. So normal brandy is grapes. Okay. That's just general ass brandy. But South Americans use grapes as well. But it's a different variety of grapes. They call that pisco. I don't okay. know if you've ever seen that before. No. Um, it, it's I've seen it a lot more recently. Like I think it's gaining popularity. Applejack is one. This one here is this, Laird's Applejack now blends apple brandy with grain neutral spirits. Okay. Right. Grain neutral spirits being made from grain just that's basically what vodka is made out of like Everclear. (laughs) yeah yeah so it's 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 grain alcohol but it's yes the it's grain alcohol but then they they'll distill it like several times to make vodka or whatever but the the, it's like super high proof grain alcohol Mm -hmm. and they blend those two together to make the apple jack okay the laird's apple jack that is regular apple jack does not have that Um, very nice this is good but all i'm getting from it is the lime so it's really? tasting very, very. This tastes very summery to me. You didn't get hit like in the nose with a hockey stick since last week. No, no, no. This, so this, all I'm, Although, all I'm really getting. We, is you and I were both tasting the same things last week as yes. well. Yeah. Or on the, uh-huh. the previous yep, episode, yep, yep, whereas yep. Adam was definitely not. No. Yeah. Two of these things are doing, you know, just like the other. Uh, you, or guys, whatever, you, know. you guys have old taste buds. My my taste buds are young and fresh. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Be Which, by the way, if you are interested in any of these drink recipes, uh, Tom, if you can hold that up, they are in Booze and Vinyl, A Booze and Vinyl Christmas by Andre Darlington. Uh, not that we don't love Tanaya Darlington. We sure do. Uh, but she's not on this book. No. And so far, of the two recipes we've done, as our official book review goes, I'd say on those two recipes, I'm a fan. 
Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're very, they're very uh, good yeah. drinks. They're I see. Well I said this one's good. I would just drink this more of like a summer. This tastes more summer. I could see, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. I could see that. But no, like, like I guess I, I get the, the more. You said like the front end, you get more margarita. That's uh-huh. all I get from it is margarita. Okay. I don't associate a lot of citrus with Christmas time. Mm. Well, no. And uh, these drinks all, but also, it's not like we're just going in order or like we handpicked these drinks. Yes. Oh yeah, we for did. Something we kind of wanted things that had that kind of had a little overlap so that we yes. didn't have to buy 78 ingredients to yeah. make three different drinks <laughs> yeah that is true that is true so what uh tom uh what do you what is your favorite food favorite thing to eat like christmas time give me a turkey give you a turkey yeah i don't Anytime. give a shit about the rest of the, i want turkey i want mashed potatoes i want stuffing i don't really care about the rest of the okay. stuff all right nice 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 mm. nothing now, wrong with that being being the culinary wizard that you are tom um when you do your stuffing i'm because you said fuck stove top yes yeah. when you do so you do your stuffing homemade do you put my my ex mother in law used to put sausage like uh like broken like ground sausage in her stuffing? Do you go that route? Yeah, so right, I buy delicious. I okay. buy Italian sausage like bulk. Mm-hmm. I usually use the hot sausage. I don't like sweet sausage because they put the I don't like fennel seeds in my mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. Um, the hot sausage generally the stuff I buy doesn't have fennel seeds, mm-hmm. and I like spicy stuff. So yeah. yeah, I use that, and then I use the. Once you render the sausage, you pull that out. I use the fat to sweat all the veg that I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. You need a ton of celery, onions. I use shallots, you carrots, whatever. And you sweat that all with your, you know, before you add that to your bread. And no. it's it's so simple to make. And people are like, oh, but you just boil the water and you pour this bag in. Yeah, yeah but it's, it does, it's, it's You're yeah, right. No, but, it's, yeah. Yeah. And, but also the stovetop has its place. And I, I'm i okay yes. with it. Yeah, no. yeah. It's not like I'm going to say, no, I won't eat it. I'll fucking eat a, I'll eat stovetop. Yeah. The stuff I make, though, like, I like it better. It's got so much... It's fresh veg. It's got a lot more things. I like the hot sausage in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, see, I never even different. thought of putting, like, hot sausage in it. That sounds fucking amazing. So. Yeah, it's so much better. See, I, I do I do enjoy the um, the, the sausage in the, in the stuffing, but I'm more of a traditionalist. I don't... When I make my stuffing, I don't put the uh, the uh, sausage in it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the person who actually taught me how to make um, stuffing was my father-in-law. Um, where yeah, they, you can just sweat the all the veg in like butter or something like that, and it'll just it'll be fine. Which is basically where like like you know when I do it, it's like I only use carrots, onions, and celery. I I I like a ton of mushrooms up. too. See, yeah. I don't I don't put oh, any of that I didn't even stuff, think about that. But like I'll just cook them up in um in butter, salt, pepper, and marjoram. Use a ton of marjoram on it. And um, are and you then, trying to say marjoram the herb or marjoram the, the butter the, substitute? The herb, the herb. Okay, marjoram. Yeah, okay, you were. It's like I like that he green thing. shot the middle. Yeah. So marjoram is an. It's just another herb you'll see in the garden. It's one of the hundred of them you'll see in yeah. cooking. Which he like Dave has said. This this is how that's use, how we do it. I use sage for mine because okay. I have a sage bush outside. And sage goes real well with like sausage and spicy right. stuff. And yeah. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So and and that's that's what I do. I learned I learned it from I basically I learned it from watching him. Yeah. Um, which is funny <laughs> because like my my in laws family unless somebody has picked it up since uh since we've gotten divorced. I was the only, I'm the only other person who knows how to make his stuffing. Not that it's hard, but none of them learn how to make it. And everybody loves Dave's stuffing. They're like, oh, we got to have yeah. Dave's stuffing. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what I make. I make Dave's stuffing because it's, it's, you know. It's so simple. Like, I usually make chicken stock, too. So I have, I always have tons of it frozen in my, I have a chest freezer in the basement. So anytime, like, I'll buy, if I cook a chicken, I'm taking that carcass and I'm making a mm-hmm. gallon of stock and I'm putting it in the freezer. Yeah. And I need that to make the stuffing anyway. And then you just bake it it's yeah. the fucking it's it so is. easy it but it's, it's delicious so good so mm. good so good which actually since i'm talking about my ex-in-laws that leads me to my favorite food at christmas time and it's just i can't have it anymore because uh because aunt nancy is no longer around aunt nancy you guys don't know aunt nancy but you know she would enjoy that we're drinking to sure, drink she aunt nancy. A hell of a person. So she was so 
Aunt Nancy was my um, ex-wife's aunt, obviously. Um, lived down in Kensington her whole life. So. Um, even, like, up to the point where, like, with a few years left in her life, they were finally like, you need to leave Kensington. When it became... We're, we're taking you... When it oh, became it was, The Walking Dead. And it was, yeah, and yeah. it's been well beyond <laughs> that, like, where she stayed. Like, she really would have stayed in that house until... Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Until uh, she was gone. Um, but uh, what she used to do... She used to do this at Easter, too, but every Christmas, we would always make a trip over to Aunt Nancy's. And it was the, it was the simplest thing. They were just these hot roast beef sandwiches where mm. she would just go... Go down to the deli, get a bunch of fucking roast beef sliced up, put it in a crock pot with some fucking, you know, canned gravy or jar yeah. gravy or whatever. On a Kaiser roll with some fucking provolone cheese. Right. And like, but like, that was the thing. Like, I, I discovered that as a teenager when I was, you know, I was like, dating my ex-wife. Do you like a horseradish? I do not. I beef? fucking hate horseradish. No. Ah, not, I'm not so a horseradish. What's your, what's your opinion? I love horseradish. Yeah. Uh, I can't do that. I like spicy stuff, man. But, uh, but that was, that was one, that's one of my like favorite, like, uh, uh, Christmas meals and like holiday memories yeah. was going to Aunt Nancy's and getting the hot roast beef sandwich and you know so so there you go I've not had one of these fuckers in years oh, no, they're, they're great, so right? good they are they are so good um, like a... I, I, I just I was just sitting here thinking um, we listened to albums that you guys picked too mm-hmm and, I'm getting okay. I'm getting <laughs> I'm just sitting there, I was like trying to jump ahead. I'm you I know, to I'm just box so, of mic for you, fucker. I'm just sitting there thinking like <laughs> we talked about my album and we've been going for like an hour now and I'm like, oh shit, there's two other albums. We're talking this. about other stuff. I told you this was gonna be a long one. I know, I, I was just concerned that maybe you forgot. No, 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 no. I well we got the food Drinks we gotta get, talk about. Drink get to him. He's he's high this on is, sugar now and diabetic. This is a, a comprehensive <laughs> Christmas episode. I've told you, like like this isn't just about music. We're talking about so many different yeah. things here because, you know, why not? It's fucking Christmas. I was, and, just, I was you know. just concerned. No, no, we're all good. And Christmas, we, what is Christmas if not the season of excess? Exactly, exactly. So, um, which brings us to our second album, which uh, is Tom's pick. Uh, Tom, go for it. Which actually, hold on. Yeah, I, I forgot to bring my. I have a copy of it on vinyl that I think I bought from Paul several you years ago. Did. We have. There we go. Oh. Christmas songs by Bad Religion. Yes, yes, which is available. On OttawaRecordGarage.com for twenty five ninety nine. Um, I have three. Yeah, absolute bargain at twice he's, the price. He's got by the way. three, but he might only have two by the end of the day. Yes, these so. are these are limited edition colored vinyl. And what oh. you can do um, since today is Black Friday, if you come to our, <laughs> we might not have any more because Tom. Dog, hold on, I'm gonna wait till Black Friday and yes. buy it for six bucks less. Exactly. If you if you come <laughs> to our limit to our uh, wine and vinyl Black Friday pop up event at Wycombe Vineyards. Or you go to OttsvilleRecordGarage.com and put in the promo code Black Friday. From today through till the end of Cyber Monday, you can get 25% off of your entire order. So um, you can save, what is this, six bucks? Yeah, there you go. Six Whatever. Fifty. Yeah. You can save some money on uh, the, doing the one of the three copies that we have of uh, Bad Religion Christmas songs. But Tom, go are, on. Go on about this. Real album. quick. Are they different? Are they, are they? Do you know the color? Or I do not. Uh, I do not. Okay, so like, I don't know if not, they're random colored. I don't, mine I'm is not, not really a colored sure. vinyl. Mine is uh, a regular old black vinyl. Nice. Uh, but so, again, I bought it from, I think I bought it from Paul back in like, Back in like 2013 or 2014, I think I like bought that. it from yeah. Paul. Um, it, it's just ever since I Bad Religion is my favorite band. Okay, they have been for many years. Um, so real quick on that, Bad Religion is one of those bands. I can't, I don't have an opinion on them except mm -hmm. that I want to like Bad Religion, but I've never been inclined to take the time to listen to Bad Religion. The I would so I, I get hand for this a lot from like my friends who also like bad religion because i'm I, I they call me a punk bitch because uh <laughs> so one of my i'm sure there's many reasons my 
Yeah, that's this is one of many reasons they call me a punk <laughs> bitch. Um, my favorite album by them is not probably considered in their top five. Okay. Is it's an album called Stranger Than Fiction. Okay. So it it's fucking incredible, but like every good punk album, it's like forty or it's like thirty six minutes long or whatever. I think I bought that one from you on vinyl as well mm. years ago. Mm. It is Doctor Pepper. God damn. Yeah, yeah Doctor Pepper. Fucking have a root beer. It's literally a fucking root beer barrel on the right. game. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. But there's so many root beer candies. There's no other Doctor Pepper candies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, Bed Religion is my favorite album or my favorite band. Their their favorite my favorite album by them is called Stranger Than Fiction. Okay. It's just it's excellent. Top to bottom, there's not a bad song on it. It goes by quick. There's some great fucking songs on there. Um, but this this album, like when I saw that they had a Christmas album, I'm not a big fan of Christmas overall, right? Okay. I don't... Whatever. I, I, I don't have a lot of good Christmas memories from when I was a child. Oh, we're going to get into that, too. Great. <laughs> great. So listen, I, I've cried... I've cried in front of a lot of therapists over the years. Let's, uh, let's, do, yeah, let's so cry. We're, we're going to get into your trauma as yeah, you grab a about full bottle of Aperol. Child, childhood trauma. Um... Yeah, Paul's going to beat me with a bag of oranges later. Um, but the album, because it was, it's my favorite band. They've been playing together. They're one of the bands a lot of people have heard of. I'm sure mm-hmm. you've seen their logo. They've been playing together since 1979. Jesus. Like, and they're still playing. Yep. They're on tour yep. right now. Yep. Like They're, they're one of those a... bands, when you see them live, they always fucking deliver the goods, though. That's mm-hmm. the thing with them. The it's, one guitar player was in Minor Threat first. Yeah, and then Greg joined, Hetson. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then yeah. And joined uh, Bad Religion. That's you know what he does now. Yeah, he, he's the yeah he's the owner of Epitaph Records. No, no, that's the other one. It's Gerwitz. Okay, my bad. Anyway, yes, they've got they're they're all they're good musicians. They're they've been playing together fucking forever, mm-hmm. and it's still essentially the same band as when they started playing together. Yeah. The the lead singer is super interesting guy. He's got a doctorate. He fucking teaches evolution at UCLA. Like, okay. Really? Yeah. His name is Greg Graffin. He's an author. He's got many solo albums out. He's he's fucking great. We lost our Christmas tree. Oh, I'm oh, no, sorry. I'm just going to move it over. I forgot to put the cooler okay. back with it's the okay. Christmas tree. I just, I just want to make sure we have our Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> when I found out go. they had an album, a Christmas <laughs> album coming out, being that they are, that Greg Hudson is very uh, skeptical when it comes to religious bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a very educated man. I I like his opinions on things. When it, they got a Christmas album coming out, I got to check this out. Mm. And they play punk versions of really well-known Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Aside from the last song on the album, which is one of their songs that they, they stuck on there just for good measure. Yep. But yeah, the, the album top to bottom is fucking incredible. And it's 42 minutes long, something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's quick. It's and it goes by an faster EP. than you think. Yeah. 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 You can fit that. Uh, no, you can't fit that on one side. It is two sides, but it's they could, two sides, it's but damn yeah. near ones. Mm-hmm. If they yeah. took American Jesus off, you could probably fit that on one side yep. of a final. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I when I first when I when I first put it on, I wasn't sure before as I was searching it on iTunes, I wasn't sure what I was gonna get into. If it was just going to be like you said, them doing punk versions of popular mm-hmm. Christmas songs, or if it was just going to be just weird bad religion style Christmas songs. Um, 
And it was fucking good. It's fucking good. Like I said, oh. like Paul has three copies of it. He might only have two before the end of the day. I mm-hmm. might buy one of the, the colored ones as yeah. well. Okay. Uh, I, don't have a, I don't have a limited edition colored vinyl of my favorite Christmas album. There you go. <laughs> there you go. No, I also I also found this album to be really good. Um, Regina also seemed to like it. Mm-hmm. You know, this was another one we were in our car. My and, daughter digs it too. Yeah, she was digging it. Um, one of the things that surprised me about this album, especially, you know, with Bad Religion... Again, I don't really listen to Bad Religion, but I know a little bit about Bad Religion. That seven of the nine songs were religious, mm-hmm. which you actually... Um, but that's Christmas ex- songs. Right, right. Yeah. But but then you explain further with the... with the American Jesus. They stick that on the end of it. If you, That's not a Christmas song. That is one of their songs that they released. They put that on the very end of their Christmas album. And again, I don't know why they put it at the very end, but I have a good idea why. That song, if you listen to it, it is very much about the alarming rise of Christian nationalism in our country in particular, Mm -hmm. uh, which these guys are all from California. And, you know, it's about that. It's about, like, that's the whole point of, like, hey, why don't they do it the way we do it? Because we're the fucking best. And it's really a shame. And, oh, also, get out of my country. Like, (laughs) that's what that song's about. And Uh I I love that song. But, yeah, it's just, that song doesn't fit on the album. But it, when you think about why they put it on there, I think it fits perfectly. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a, you sing these songs about Jesus, but then you ignore everything that Jesus actually stood for, which is our current yeah. state of affairs yeah. in this country. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so it's a uh, it's pretty um pretty interesting. Adding, yeah. and adding political this, podcast. To we the are list. not Listen, we are not a political podcast. We're I say this as a, making the statement of what of what the band was making their artist statement about. I say this as an atheist also, but practice what you fucking preach. Exactly. And that, that bothers exactly. me. No, I I and I, I agree. Yeah, with don't that. give me shit about Jesus when you're also like, hey, fuck these poor people. We need to put barbed wire on on park benches mm-hmm. to keep them from sleeping. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. But I um, was I have a candy cane in my mouth. Yeah. Um. I'm sure you can hear the crunching. I'm sure that's also good radio. Um, this is this the fucking box of these things. This is the way. third episode of the podcast that we've eaten on. Mm-hmm. We had we had uh, lettuce wraps for Vampire Weekend. Oh, that was mm-hmm. good. The lettuce wraps were perfect. Listening to you guys eat, no. that was good. We had the uh, that was we, that was before we had our official bartender, had, and, we, and you could have been our cook that day too. Yeah, we had we had Snoop's dogs. Actually, I think it was after that where you were like, "Hey, man, why don't you have me on to make this shit for you?" It was after the um, Vampire Weekend, or no? Yeah. it was after the Smiths. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, I thought Smiths was before. Smiths was before that. Yeah, what was your first, either, either your way, first booze and vinyl was, album or yeah. record? Yeah, I think it was Smiths. When yeah. I listened to the episode, I messaged Paul, and I was like, "Hey." If you would like a bartender, to, sir. Oh, sorry. The bartender. You, I'm going to like. If the you would asshole. like a bartender to make the drinks for you, so you're not, you don't, because <laughs> I'm listening to you guys and it's, you know, mm-hmm. to paraphrase or to quote, um, try it. I am going to try it. But to quote, on. to quote, uh, fucking the old guy from Days of Thunder. It's like a or um. Ooh. Oh, I fucked it up. It's like a monkey fucking a football. Okay. You oh make, yeah. You making drinks. <laughs> I actually use that. Uh, it's a uh, what's that? The fucking miracle. The fucking the the hockey movie about the USA hockey team. The coach used to say that too. Uh, Herb Brooks. Yeah, he used to say, hey, "You look like a monkey fucking a football." And I remember when my um when I was coaching soccer. Um, when I was coaching youth soccer. I, I no, 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 no. Well, no. What happened was, so the, I coached these kids from the time they were like five years old, mm. and then the last year I coached them, they were twelve years old. Right, mm. and so 
we're 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 at the beginning of the the season because I used to start I used to start practices in July right after Fourth of July, we would start practices to get ready for the September season right. Yeah. So I did a whole preseason, you know, training camp with them, you know, two three times a week just to get them ready. And we weren't the best soccer team as it as it was. I just wanted them prepared and and you know what I mean. Sure. Um, you know, I always coached to like, hey, you know, what did you learn from from the experience and play your best and you know um, have fun. But ultimately, you have fun when you win. You know what I mean. When yeah, you lose, you don't always. But it's more fun when you win. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So have fun, but losing so, sucks. Exactly. So it was like it was like. Listen, if we lose, we lose. As long as you tried hard. But let's try to fucking win. Um, but no, they were twelve years old, and and we've been twelve year old boys, and we're at mm. like one of our first practices of the season. And something happened, and the one kid's like, what the fuck? And all the kids look up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, everybody, far sideline right now. And so we all go to the far side. Like, like the parents were on the one side of the field. I take them all to the other side of the field. And I get them together. I was like, listen, I don't give a fuck what you kids say to me or in practice. But you don't say it in front of your fucking parents. You got it? And they're like, and the one kid's like, so I could like say like, Shit, fuck, pussy, and you don't care. I'm like, just don't do it in front of your parents. And they were like, yeah. And if yes. you do, you didn't hear it here. <laughs> exactly. So I used to say that in practices, like they would be doing something. I'm like, you look like a monkey fucking a football. And they'd be like, God damn it, coach. But I will tell you that that is the year we went to the championship. So you know, we lost in the championship, but we went to the championship that year. So yes, you, yeah, I mean, if you let kids say "cunt," they're going to win soccer games. Exactly, yeah, and, it, and it worked. The so. British, the British have it right. <laughs> exactly. That's why they're so good at soccer? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, but so like, like I said, I do love this album. It's a good album, and you know, I think you're in agreement there mm-hmm. on this. Have you, you, neither of you had heard this album before. This? I never no. listened to it. Okay. No, I knew it existed, obviously, because I have copies yeah, on my have shelf. Three but three like, copies sitting here. No. But um, no, clearly not graded. My, well, they're brand new. Fact you still mint, so I can't listen the to them. Only been around for ten years. Yeah. So my, uh, like my, my knowledge of Bad Religion is they have two songs on a Warped Tour 2002 DVD that mm. I have. So okay, 2002, huh? 2002 or 2003. 21st I Century Digital Boy. <laughs> I can't remember what the fuck song. I know that song. Of course you know okay, that song. Okay, yeah, that's the song. I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, all right. You know a lot more mm-hmm. of their songs than you think. I probably you know. do. Yeah. So this is a. Uh, I am actually drinking a Sam Adams Holiday White Ale. Mm. Do you Citrusy remember when they used to make that? Good. Do you remember when they used to make the white ale with the green label? Yes, I do. Prior to it being the holiday white ale, Uh it was just white ale. It was only out in February. Yep, yep. And it was the best fucking beer on the planet. You know what was also good? They have their winter lager, but they used to have a specific winter brew as well. It was a winter ale or something like that that they don't do anymore. Mm. That was better than the fucking winter lager. Like, that was like, oh, my God. It's funny with, like, when you look at Sam Adams, right, right, like, I love Sam Adams specialty beers. I hate Boston Lager. I, fu- and I don't like I don't the Boston like, Ale. And I don't, I don't like, like the Boston, Boston Ale Lager. Exactly. Yeah. I I tried, apparently you can only get it, uh, you can only buy it at the brewery in Boston, the um, Brick brick Red, some yeah. shit like that. You can get it, but it's really difficult to right. get your hands I, on. I, so, so, so a friend of our brother Michael's. It's just um, called Brick. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, he yeah. lives up there, so he Perfect. came down for Michael's birthday. And that's what like the mass holes pack. refer to it Yeah, as. I had one. And I was just like, eh, eh. Hmm. But, like, you hand me this, you hand me the Fezziwigs, you hand me the fucking Oktoberfest. I do I do like their old um, uh, recipe of their uh, summer ale better than their current recipe of summer ale. Mm-hmm. But even their current recipe of summer ale isn't bad. No. You know? But, like, it's it's just funny. Like, I like their, like, specialty beers, but I don't like their, their core beers. Yeah, they make, like... 38 beers, I think it was, last, uh, last time I remember like looking. Yeah. They, yeah. they had, like, 38 different beers. I like 
most of them. Yes. Yeah. It's just the, like, I don't like the Boston Ale. I don't like the Boston Lager. Mm-hmm. But some of their beers, their Oktoberfest is one of my favorite beers yes. on the planet. Yep. The White Ale was my, I used to wait all year for that fucking White Ale yeah. to come out. And it would you could only find it, like, the first week of February until maybe the first week of March, and it was gone. Okay. Because it was just the annual release. I would go all over the fucking place to find it. And I would buy as much of it as I could get my hands on. Mm, yeah. I love that shit. And then it just disappeared. Yeah. So... Uh, I, I've always I've always had this dream in my heart of trying the it's a that Millennium re, no no the ridiculous like fifteen hundred dollar bottle that they oh, sell the yeah, Utopia yeah, yeah, whatever the fuck oh, the Utopia is like two hundred dollars or something like oh, that. oh really yeah, yeah it's, it's some a, ridiculous it's a seven fifty which is like, like two beers but yeah. I, I know neither one of you are good with conversions seven hundred fifty no. milliliters about twenty four ounces twenty five okay. ounces let's say uh-huh, okay. so that's like two beers how many cans I mean two let's um a little bit yeah. Yeah, we could definitely. Um, so that's why I tell ladies. Well, those two are in a little bit. You th- know if I mean? you look at the bottom of that, right, a twelve-ounce <laughs> can is about three hundred and fifty-five milliliters. That'd be seven hundred and ten milliliters. So it'd be an extra baby three ounces. Oh, so twenty-seven see. ounces, no, let's call it. What the, where the fuck am I looking? I, I, so I don't I'm know. Trying to not the out. bottom, bottom, but like toward the bottom of the side, you dickheads. Where well, it says oh, three fifty-five. You're right. Okay, <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the side. It's on the middle. <laughs> fuck you. It's on the middle. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> So two of those would be 710 milliliters. Yeah. Obviously, the uh, a 750 is a little more, slightly more, maybe you know, th- less than three ounces. This hat's itchy. I it would. Looks, it looks like it'd be itchy. I have friends it's that have purchased fine. that it's stuff in the itchy. past, and mm. it's they're like it's super thick. It's like drinking fucking beer flavored syrup. Mm. I would still like to try it. Like, yeah, I'm down. I'll chop a bottle I, I with you try. one time. Like, yeah, I'll chip in and we yep. can split one one All time. Right. Maybe we'll have to do it on the podcast. Yeah. So. Mm. All right. Find a bottle around Christmas time. Yep, yep. So, Tom, it's time to make you cry. Um, what is your least favorite thing about Christmas or bad Christmas memory? Oh, fuck. I just, like, I moved in my bag. Man, I have so many bad Christmas memories. I don't, <laughs> I, yeah, I did, I did not have a. Um, we don't have to get deep into I, it. Yeah, I had a complicated <laughs> childhood. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of good Christmas memories. Let's put it that way. Uh, and, and I have the, a lot of bad ones. And the only re- the only reason I'm bringing this up is until because my like, daughter was born, or until I met my ex-wife, and when I so when I met my ex-wife, she had a son who was less than two years old at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And th- I started to like Christmas after that because he would get so fucking pumped for Christmas, and yeah. like Ryan's like that now. It's like that's their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I didn't start liking Christmas until I met my ex-wife and her and my stepson. Okay. All right. It's just a lot of bad Christmases until that point, you know what I mean? So yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I, I talk to very few family members. So yeah. So there you go, <laughs> there you go. Yes, and which by the way, Ryan is upstairs. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. So when I ran up to grab the glasses, um, Regina had woken up for a nap and brought it out there. Regina loves Ryan. Good. They Ryan. were. Si- they were sitting on the floor. <laughs> Regina's just on her knees, just looking up, just laughing at Ryan, and just my like, daughter was so, so super excited, fucking pumped to meet the baby. My daughter loves babies. Mm-hmm. She has seven hundred baby dolls at home. Nice. I have pictures of her when she was two, three years old, walking around the house carrying fucking babies around <laughs> with her, like or baby dolls with her. She always wants to be around the babies. Yep, yep. So she was pumped to meet Regina. Yes. That's and why he... we haven't seen her since. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> She was down here prior to Regina waking up, and uh-huh. she has not been down oh, here yeah. since. Yep, yep. I, the last time I was up there, she was actually sitting on the couch with Regina, holding Regina, and they were watching Hairspray. Yeah, so. it's going to be the best day of her life. Like, yeah. she's going to be a Hairspray fan now. There you go. There you go. And um, and the only reason I bring up, like, least 
like favorite thing about Christmas or bad Christmas is because we're cynical assholes. That's what we are. And yeah, and and I, didn't, that, like, we I didn't like come downstairs and, or well, I lived in a one one floor house, so I I never, I never had stairs to come down. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like come out of my room and find like my dad dead under the Christmas right, tree. Right, or something right, right, like right. Yeah. Like, like the, what's the know? story from Gremlins where the dad tried yes. to come down? The yes, street. yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoebe Cates' yeah. dad. Yeah, man. Because yeah. he's uh, trying to play Santa and then he found him in the fucking. If Die Hard's a Christmas movie, by the way, Gremlins is too. And Gremlins is a better movie than Die Hard. So Gremlins is more. A Christmas movie than, I agree. than Die Hard, and I don't, the, and I don't disagree that the Die Hard was a Christmas movie. present. It was, yeah. it was exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, um, uh, Adam, least favorite thing about Christmas or bad, bad Christmas memory? I, I don't have, I don't think I really have like bad Christmas memories. Like, um, if you want to, if I mean, if you want to get deep with it, shitty Christmas memory was the first Christmas after me and my ex split. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was like a, you know, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing with the kids? Um, that was fucking brutal. Yeah. 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 Um, luckily we figured something out that works out really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I don't really have many bad Christmas memories. The thing I fucking hate about, honestly, um, my fucking work has made me hate Christmas. <laughs> um, so, uh, my work has had Christmas set since October 1st. Yeah. Um, very recently, uh, I've, uh, something I never thought I would have to fucking do in my professional career is worry about a Christmas tree coming off a truck uh-huh. because apparently there's a Christmas tree that I sell that's fucking famous on TikTok <laughs> that people are chomping at the bit to fucking get. <laughs> so people are literally like other managers in the store are checking like to see like, Oh, we're supposed to get two of this tree and pull them aside when we fucking get them. I'm like, it's a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. It's a fake Christmas tree at that. Uh-huh. Um, growing up, I always why, had fake um, Christmas trees because Zach is allergic. But Why is, is this really? famous? I don't fuck because someone put it on fucking TikTok. Okay. I, I mean, good for you guys then. Yeah. I mean... I don't fucking know. You're going to like auction them off or something? No, that's the thing. Like, it, it, they, they... It's crazy because it's... Right now, it's middle of November. We're recording this in the middle of November. It's late in the fucking season. Like anyone who like people have gotten their shit already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't start really getting like I didn't notice know that it was famous until last week. Oh. So it's at the point now where like we're not getting any more of this fucking uh-huh. shit in. Yeah. Um yeah. like we got two of them last week and those are probably the last two we're getting. I'm too old to know how any of that shit works. I mean, yeah. I know what TikTok is, yeah. but it's it's well, very... us old people call it the Tic Tac. Yeah. The Tic Tac. You gotta go the on the Tic Tac. It's yeah. it's, it's very much like uh when my store came out with those giant fucking skeletons. Yeah. Yes, those things are the tips. People were fucking lining up outside the store at like three o'clock in the morning to get them. Mm-hmm. It's That's the same fuck like ridiculous. people are people are traveling like to drop four or five bucks hours. On a, yeah. on a plastic three, they're fucking three. They're like, I would they get, they sooner... one across the street from me to I guarantee it's fucking cool, to you, but it's yeah. just like eh. When I was a child, I would have had one of those because I Dead. would have fucked me and three of my friends would have taken one from somebody's house and no, fucking probably. ran off with yeah, it. Man. I, no, I'm telling yeah, you now. No, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like people are like literally traveling like three, four hours out of their way to come find these fucking Christmas trees. Yeah. So my my work is kind of and it also my first year at the with the company, um, come Christmas time they they played their normal radio that they normally play, but then like every third song was a Christmas song. Yeah. Last year. Every fucking song was a Christmas song, and I wanted to punch myself in the fucking head. <laughs> um, so it's, I, I think my work, I think my, my, like, a bad Christmas memory now is, like, the fact that, like, it's not even, it's not even Halloween, and I'm having to deal with Christmas yes, bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's retail, which which yeah. actually leads to my like least favorite thing about Christmas, and and it was basically working retail. Yeah. Um. Was was always my my least favorite thing about Christmas because it's just fucking crazy and busy and stupid. But specifically with with me, and I don't know why why it is. I don't know why it. I have a theory, but it was actually December twenty third was always the worst year for me. I have fired so many people on December 23rd. I've either caught them stealing, they've pissed me off like cuz they were just fucking bad mouthing or whatever mm-hmm. and I had to fire them. Um they were shitty to customers so I had to fire them. Um uh just they didn't show up for work that day even though they were supposed to and I had to fire them. Like I like to the point where like I've been out of retail besides, you know, Oxville Record Garage. Um I'm you sorry, know, is that OxfordRecordGarage.com? That is com. <laughs> I've been out of retail for years, and last year when I when I had a real job, I almost fired my shipping guy yeah. because he was fucking pissing me off. But now, now here's, here's what I'll say. Maybe you're just a cranky old bitch on December 23rd. Maybe it year. is, and I'm going to say it's because that was the day I was no longer the, the youngest of the family because that's the day our brother Zach was born. <laughs> I say that is, year, that is Zach's birthday. So. But no, like, like like last year, I'll, I'll like I'll, I will actually take take blame for last year because it was um like yeah, which one, you want one of your bottoms? Sure. We're, we're getting ready for another drink too, so I'm getting there. We're getting there. Oh, that looks pretty. Um, I brought enough for I've, nev- too. I've never had the that one, but I've had like the. What, what do you want to tell him what one. we're talking about? Well, I was gonna let Tom do it. Tom's the one drinking it. I'm not a beer guy. I can't fucking pronounce Neither it. Neither can I. Sh- cherry chauffe. Let me let me say it. Here you go. Yes. Ch- Choffee. <laughs> cherry Choffee. <laughs> beer with natural flavors and colored with vegetable juice. Oh, I'm pretty sure I've had like the regular because because you I didn't it didn't dawn me like when, four different. Yeah, it didn't dawn me when you said beer. seven dwarves on it, but C- I'm pretty sure I've had like a, a the, the regular version. Yeah, C H O U F E E Choffee. Choffee. The word we can't pronounce because yes. I I don't, I'm not Belgian, so fuck do I know. Um, that's the name of the the brewery. Okay, there you go, there yeah. you go. But um, yeah. So so I will say like last year with with the shipping guy when I was working a real job, um, he's pissing me off. But but I was up till like two or three a.m. with a uh, you know at that point two week old Regina. Don't mm. so, don't do not blame that sweet baby. No angel. no no, it was not her fault. He definitely pissed me off. But yeah. I might have been on edge because. Yeah. Um, you know, she, she definitely was not the reason for that, but no, it, it, that, that was always my least favorite thing. And it, and it is kind of sucky to fire someone like right before Christmas. Well, it's actually funny that you mentioned if, this. Not if you're a dick. Well, yeah. Yeah, but still, even, even the people that were dicks and even no, the I people that were still. No, I meant not if you're a dick. Oh no, yeah. I'm a dick. Yeah. But it, like, so I know I still saying, felt bad. If you, if you enjoy firing no, people, no, then that's I, the fucking best time. Arguably the second best day of the year to fire somebody, the first being Christmas Eve. Yeah, I don't think I ever enjoyed firing anybody. I no, fired I, I a had bunch to, of people. I had to get rid of a lot of people over the years yeah. at several jobs, and I fucking hated it. Even when they were complete yep. fuck-ups yep. and jerk-offs, I still didn't want to fire them because I'm because I yeah. I don't lack empathy. Yep. So I'm yeah. So <laughs> you said getting rid of people around the holidays is bad. Uh, it may or may not be a thing. I will neither confirm nor deny at my company they won't fire you between thanksgiving and christmas if they if you if you need to be fired they'll wait till new after new year's to fire you good for them i actually i i i I respect that yeah i do respect that it's a company like that could pay any jerk off two extra weeks of pay like who cares yeah Yeah. like to somebody like that 
Yeah, no, it's yeah, no. That's I, not hurting them at the end of the day. I I agree. So so uh, we are going down the retail path because I spent many years in retail, which Same. brings me to my album. But we have another uh, drink here, which oh, is fuck. Philadelphia based. Philadelphia, forgot, Philadelphia based. I forgot we went with that. <laughs> this one is based on the or inspired by the 1993 Boys to Men album. Boys Christmas to Men. Philadelphia. Philadelphia's own. Kappa's own. Boys to Men. When I went to. Uh, in 1993, one of my better baseball memories is the Phillies making the World Series. Mm-hmm. Not also fuck Joe Carter for ruining yeah, my childhood. Joe but um, did you notice? Did you notice actually? It was a good pitch. The, though. I'm not mad oh, at no, no, Mitch no. Williams. Just, Mitch Williams threw a dick high fastball in the inside half of the plate, and Joe Carter fucking yes, destroyed it. Yes, but in the NLCS, they were showing the fucking like with the Phillies fucking that, Diamondbacks are showing dude, the, T- the fucking card. I'm like. Fuck you guys. TBS Ugh. couldn't fucking been more, they could not have been more anti-Phillies. But the Ugh. guy o- who owns the fucking network owns the Braves. Yeah. Of yeah, course yeah. Well, he's yeah. going to be Well, yeah, because he's all pissed off because we fucking Fuck own the Braves him. in the playoffs. Fuck. Fuck yeah. the Braves. And his wife's a cunt. Mm. Anyway, so what are we drinking? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so boys to men. <laughs> yeah, this one is called Glad Tidings. I'm going to get to work. I'll read your little blurb in a all second right. when we're awesome. done. Awesome, awesome. So... Oh, so shit. while what's that? Oh, I took a straight fucking. Yeah, soda. I know, man. This stuff's this stuff's brutal, man. This is like fucking, like I seriously right it, was, it was a little key bump. Uh, <laughs> I almost feel like I could like fucking sell this. Like, yeah. like yo, dude, baby bottle pop sugar. Here you go. <laughs> Twenty dollars. Oh, I was like, I was like, does he need a he? No, Tom no, no, stepped no. outside. I'm like, does he need a cinder block for no. this fucking drink? No, no. He he put the uh, the champagne outside to stay. That cold. was the best. So at like my house, cold or I had to pee. One or the other. My my house with my ex wife. In the champagne. We we had this little shed thing that was connected to the house, uh-huh. and it was great because in the winter it was fucking freezing outside. Yeah. So I would literally like I never had to worry about keeping beer in the fridge. because yeah. I just kept it in this fucking shed. Mm-hmm. It was fucking beautiful. I yeah. Had a porch like a windowed in porch. Same thing. I could just put anything out there because it ain't insulated. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. One one day we'll have something like that here we, at the Yachtsville Record. We uh, excuse me. We had a party at the house one time, and I be I started. I, I got really tired of fucking taking beer out of a pa- out of a case and putting it in a cooler with ice and shit. Mm-hmm. So I just started. So tedious. I would just cut the top off the case and just pour ice onto the case of beer. Okay. Especially in the winter. Right. So one time I literally I did this, and I, I think it was Christmas Eve. I I poured a bunch of ice over a case of beer, and that ice stayed frozen mm-hmm. on that beer until like. February. Yeah, nice, nice. It was nice. fucking amazing. I don't, I don't know how you had beer last till February. I don't know why you needed ice if it was below freezing. Because it was shitty beer. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I again another reason why. Because how did you have beer last fairness, till the, February? The, the beer came warm, so I was trying to wrap it cool. <laughs> okay, okay. But if it's below thirty-two out the ice, if the ice is below, or if the ice is thirty-two or Tom, I'm not a scientist. I'm just saying, if you put a beer in the freezer, if you you put a beer same, in the freezer, it's going to get cold just as fast as if you bury it in the ice or if you just set it in there, because the ice is the same fucking temperature as the freezer. Yeah, but I had like three cases of beer that I had to chill quickly. It's not going to get cold quicker because you poured fucking ice on it. If you just it's, set it outside, it's the aesthetics. It's the aesthetics. It's a. It's the idea of it. I'm not a scientist. All right, I'm just an alcoholic. So, so, so we Same. are. We are on to our third album, which is my personal pick. Now, this is one. Okay, so I went outside of what we usually do here. I don't actually own this album yeah. that we're gonna, that we're about to talk about. I know I'm a fucking poser. <laughs> I, I own. 
you know, fucking I, I probably think, another like twenty to thirty thousand albums. I th- but I really think I don't own this one. We need to invest in like a lap mic for Tom when he's making yes, drinks. Yes, yes. For all of the, I'll wear the little Britney. For all the snarky <laughs> shit that he says while he's making drinks. Exactly. And then for you, so that yeah, they, so uh, I can, can so I, I can actually lean back in the chair. Yes, um, exactly. So, but this album here that we're going to talk about is Neil, and it's a very specific one, Neil Diamond's Christmas Volume Two. Um, so, and and there's a reason why it's Volume Two. So, I will just say this right off the bat, and I'm sure you guys agree with me. This is a horrible album. This album sucks. It does. It does. It's it's not that it sucks. It's just a it's a fucking Chris. It's a bullshit Christmas it, album. It is it's a fucking it, snooze fest. It is. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's horrible. Terrible. So so the question is, why did I pick it? Why? Why, why? did I pick it? Okay. I hope this associates back to a bad Christmas memory where you were like beaten with savagely a, or something. Beaten with like a bag that. of oranges <laughs> yeah. while listening to Neil Diamond. It's true. It's true. Now that the skipper's gone, I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> skipper. <laughs> so. So as as mentioned, I worked retail. I worked retail from the time I was like 16 years old up until uh, my uh, mid 20s or so, and in and out of retail, different different locations. I worked for uh, big box stores. I worked for mom and pop shops and whatnot. So so you know, um, you worked for Guess. I did work for Guess. I worked for Guess Jeans for a little while. I worked for uh, Pack Sun. I worked for uh, Lectors, which is like the home goods like store that's no longer around. Doesn't sound um, I've worked for the Gap. You did work for the Gap, I remember. And yes. it's funny because I feel like all of these stores you're naming, you worked with them at the Franklin Mills Mall. A lot of them were at the yeah. Franklin Mills Mall because I was like, I was like the Franklin Mills Franklin Mills Mall retail whore. Like you could just yeah. go to another store and be like, "Yo, you guys hiring a manager?" And I would get a job. But I worked at the Gap. I've worked at I Goldberg's, which is no longer around. A Philly, I fucking Philly, love that store. yeah, man, that was what great. Is, I worked at the, Goldberg's. It was at the I worked at the original one. Oh. Uh. Yep. Franklin yeah. Mills. Yeah, well, I worked at the original one down at uh, um, fucking Eighth and Chestnut. I think it was. You I forget. Need to buy a sleeping bag or a dummy hand grenade. Got, Got you covered. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then you could get a, pa- a pair of Dickies and a pa- and a and a, a pair of Nikes as well. It was great. Like, I fucking, that fucking place. Yeah, no, that that place was good. I see. I've actually. I'd be. I. I'm. I need that kind of store because what I want to do is buy the, uh, the the like the. U.S. Army issue rucksack. You could have gotten that. That's, I, fucking I, I fucking want yes, that. Yes. That is my fucking travel bag. Yeah, so. yep. no, man, you could you could have gotten it. Like I Goldberg's is amazing. But at any rate, I, I I was a retail whore. I used to jump around to different stores and whatnot. So the one mom and pop shop who I will ooh, not ooh, actually rim, rim in that glass. I know, right? I will not mention it because the owner I think is kind of a dick. Um, uh, but it was a uh, retail store mom and pop shop in. Uh, Mayfair in uh, Philadelphia on Frankfurt Avenue. So what what do was, we have was, here? Was, before was, we before we get too deep into it, we're going to talk about this. Was this a store that, that I may or may not have done an ad for? It is. For? It okay. is. Oh, we got a stir. Give it a little stirry stir. A little stirry stir. It's not shaken, so all right. Your liquors are going to be layered. I also put ice in there and put the sparkling wine on top of the ice. Okay. So there'll be some little separation going on. Now, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that why this spoon has that twist so you can like? Isn't that made for layering shit? Like, don't you pour shit down that? I've never no. done that in my life. I'm certain that it would work if you have things that are uh, particularly viscous. That would probably work great. Because I feel but like I, I, the glass I, is a pretty big target to just pour shit into. I, don't, I, no, I think I, he's I, talking about specific layer drinks, which yeah, you actually like, don't pour oh, down the spoon. You actually yeah, use so on the like the spoon. If you're you trying to the, diffuse something like go, a Guinness, so. I've Again, tried. I've, I've tried to do like half and halves and black and tans. Can't fucking do them. Oh my All right, god. First off, I'm Irish, so no black and tans. No, no. Literally ever. So. Anyway, 
the Guinness will float on top of the harp, which yeah. would be a half and half, or the Magners, which would be a, a, a black velvet, or the Smitics, which would be a black or a, a blacksmith. Guinness will float on top of it because of the specific gravity of the Guinness, right? Mm -hmm. Remember that in Earth Science when you were a child? Do you remember specific gravity? Gravity. Okay. <laughs> no, no, not just gravity, specific nope. gravity. So, yeah. the But the problem is when you pour the one in top, if you put the Guinness in, it just fucking splashes to the bottom. Yeah. So you have to fucking diffuse it. Mm -hmm. So you use the spoon. by The the spoon that they give you has about a eh, one and a quarter, one and a half inch diameter. By using that spoon, the Guinness will drop on top of that and then it will roll off of the edge. Yeah. So it's gentle. And then it will sit there and float right on top. So that's I, how you layer it. I've tried. I tried many a times when I first discovered half and halves. Me and the girl that I was dating at the time bought a four pack of Guinness and a you, six pack of Harp. Trying you can do it and, at home. I no. I and the, the the thing they said was to take a tablespoon. Yeah. Bend the tablespoon backwards. Don't do that. And just that's a waste it, of a tablespoon. Pour the fucking pour it on, but you have to pour it into the the actual spoon. Like the bowl portion of the spoon in the in the concave part of the convex doesn't fucking matter because that's what the thing taught me was you take a you take a probably easier on the concave side because it will splash less in uh, the glass. The way the way the thing taught me was you take a tablespoon, bend it backwards. The next bridge album we it. have, we're having fucking I'm done black velvets or something yeah. like that. Okay, okay, well, but I'm uh, gonna teach you how to do it. You would you would pour. You, I said you literally. This. Put the the bent tablespoon like right above the the harp that's in the glass, uh -huh. and then pour it over the convex side of it. It shouldn't make a difference. The point is you're diffusing it so that I it doesn't splash I, directly I, into the I'm bottom not of the glass. A scientist, Tom. No, you're just bad at fucking making a half and half. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. And bartenders sometimes suck at it. You yeah. just gotta mm -hmm. it takes a. I've made seven hundred million of these fucking things. I you know, are you are you working Saturday night when I'm playing? I am absolutely working. This oh, week. I am making you make me a half and half. I'll make you fucking all the half and half you want. I'll <laughs> try it with the Corona Board Blanc. It's the fucking greatest drink ever. I always felt bad ordering half and half black and blancs. Like because Guinness already takes a minute to pour. It take Guinness takes it's longer than minutes. that, so it's quicker for well, me. To that's pour, what I mean. Like it pours, it takes it's quicker to, to make a half and half than it is a Guinness. Well, true. So you're, you're pouring a Guinness up to the top of the up to the top yeah. of the embossed harp, or not embossed, whatever the yeah, not the printed one, the one on the back of the glass mm -hmm. top, and then you have Guinness themselves. They tell you to wait eighty seconds. Yeah, I usually wait a little longer. This is fucking and then tasty, by the way. This is, this is tried yeah. Yet. What what are what are we drinking? Yeah, we're drinking. We're drinking a Glad Tidings inspired by side A of the 1993 Boys to Men album, Christmas Interpretations. Real quick, I, I just want to say. see you fucking read that word. As many, as many, yeah, I know. As many tangents as we're getting one, this actually isn't like a horribly long episode. No, like, we're only for, at an hour and 40 minutes. I like minutes. that we all we, just talk over each other and we go off on tangents and like no stories get finished. <laughs> but this is my normal sometimes, life. Sometimes we circle back. This is my normal ADHD <laughs> life. Is that yeah. nothing, yeah. I never finish a fucking story. I'll just tell you 30 of yep, them. Yep, so go on, sir. Anyway, this cocktail is brimming with the good news that cognac, orange, and bubbly is a delightful holiday combination. Share That's the love by making a round for friends. My only exposure to cognac is when uh, I first became 18. I would buy the Al Capone sweets that are on the counter at 7-Eleven. Well, <laughs> five pack for like two seventy nine. That are dipped in cognac. That's my only exposure to cognac. So, oh, this is. I, I was like, what is that? It's the cognac. Um, no, this is this is delicious. I didn't buy particularly good cognac. Can I see the bottle of cognac? Yeah, it's Salignac. Yeah. cognac. It's not. Terrible cognac. You, mm. Would you like a shot of it or something? Oh, God. No, I just want to smell it. 
I drank a little bit of it last That's night. Fine. That's why the bottle was open when I brought it. Just to try it out, I poured myself a tiny little bit. I can't drink that straight. It's good. I, I got to be honest. I like this better than Hennessy, and it is half the price. Hen- yeah. Hennessy is nice, too. I I. The I like Corvassi, is, yeah, I don't, I don't think like I've Hennessy ever had either. Hennessy. Like, I don't think, I don't think I've fucked with What's, Hennessy. Before. Real quick. Okay, so, so on What does Hennessy fall under? It's Cognac. 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 Uh, Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier. What yeah. is, is that a Cognac? No. I know Grand it's an Marnier, orange something. It's, it's basically brand, it's an orange liqueur, is but it, I mean, okay. it's basically, I don't know what the, fu- I don't know what the base is. It's okay. orange flavored though. All right, but it's not, it's not a Cognac. Okay. No, so it, it can't be Cognac because it's not just straight grape. Right. Okay. There's no Cognacs, it's flavored. Okay. Cognac, right. Cognac is a brandy that is then, so it's a, made out of grapes, it is distilled. And then it is barrel aged in. It has to be in fucking cognac, France, and and then okay. you dip it. Do you dip the black and milds in it to make it an Al Capone sweet? Yes, right? obviously. That's yes. That's um, no, so I don't. Grand Marnier is an orange liqueur. Grand Marnier is another one that I would use triple sec for. If they call mm-hmm. for Grand Marnier, I would just fucking use triple sec or, or like Cointreau. Same idea. It's just another French orange liqueur. So when I used to work at Sugar Moms, which is the uh, for the Philadelphia area people or people outside of Philadelphia who maybe know a little bit about the bars, Sugar Moms was the original um, bar, but sister bar to uh, Tattooed Moms, which is on South Street. Tattooed Fucking Moms, love that place. yes, Tattooed Moms or T Moms is still around. Uh, Sugar Moms is no longer around. Um, but I um, Sugar Moms, Sugar Moms, Sugar Moms, Sugar Moms. Yes, I like that place. Too. I fucking love that place. So. Um, Go thing about like um, there was this dude Lloyd who um, you know when I would come in on Friday nights he was usually the daytime bartender, and uh, the cool thing about Sugar Moms is you always got a shift drink, you know, and so he would always do fucking the Grand Monet. And the one day I'm like, what is that? Like I didn't know what it was, and he's like, here, try some. And I was like, oh my god, this it is, is cognac fucking based. Good. I just looked it. Up. Is it? Is it really, dude? It's I cognac fucking... based, blended with orange bitter liqueur. So okay. basically, it is. I don't know how it's not in booze and vinyl. Yeah, because it they should love, be. Yes. It, it's, I could make you one with a cognac and an Aperol, yeah. and there you go. Oh, Those shit. are the two basic ingredients. Yeah, um, no, no. We re- need. I think I need to own some Grand Marnier. Yeah. Real, real quick. I like you, it. You yeah. just said shift drink, which I'm assuming is just what you're drinking behind the bar. No. No? No. A shift no. drink is at the end of your shift, you get a drink. Yeah. So if I'm bartending, okay. like if you work the early shift and you get off, a lot of people don't realize you're leaving mm-hmm. until they see the new bartender, and then they didn't tip you out. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm running the bar... My daytime bartender, sit your fucking ass down, have a shot and a beer on the house. Mm-hmm. That's your shift drink. Because people are going to see you sitting over there. And the one shithole bar I used to work at, I would make 30% of my tips after I got off of work because yep. people would realize I was done. I'm like, oh, okay. oh shit, my bad ho. Hey, yep. here's a. And they would come over and give me money. Mm-hmm. See, uh, like, all of the pieces of shit, all of like, the shitty dive bars I go to, um, they're really good with, like, hey, so and so is coming in. I'm going to close out and then we would like do we would take yeah, care of them at yeah, that point. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I usually do too, fine, but when but... I'm tenant bar, I don't I don't go around and like solicit mm-hmm. tips. Like I feel yeah. like that's like the the titty bar where they're doing yeah, a not, dollar not parade. Not even solicit, not even soliciting like, tips, just closing out the current tabs. No, no, I so, so the bar I work at right now, open. we don't fucking yeah. have tabs. Yeah, you don't have tabs, yeah. yeah. We don't take cards. Yep. So it's cash only. Now, I mean, I will write a tab for this people is, who are there. Uh, yes. is, this is the nog? This is the Tiernanogan train. Uh, the legendary Tiernanogan If I ever come to this bar, just write a tab for me, because I hate the fact we that I can't We got an ATM in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, yeah, so, so no, yeah, Lloyd used to drink the Grand Marnier with all the shift drinks. I, I, I used like to, Grand Marnier. I with, didn't realize it was cognac-based. Yeah, with when I was I was the cook, so it was midnight we could start drinking. Um, and that's, you know, so it was like, all right, cool. The bar, well, the, Let the games begin, yes, fuckers. Basically, the kitchen was, was closed at one anyway, so I was fine. Um, the, the bartenders and the barbacks, they could also start drinking at 1 a.m. 
or new or midnight uh, but you know it, it was what it was but yeah i used to you know i used to get the the beers that come midnight and you know but uh yeah lloyd when he was when he would finish on fridays and i was coming in he was doing the grandma and i was like hey, cool 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 yeah. cool so um, oh, wait real, another real quick question just because i don't know how the world works um as a as as like I have eleven children, but I don't know yeah. how the world yes. works. As as a current bartender and a former bartender, how does it work when someone tries to buy you a shot? Are you allowed? So, to, are you allowed to do a shot? I I am allowed to. My my bar owner is pretty fucking cool with that. Mm. It depends. But I don't want to get fucking mangled when yes. I'm working. No. So what I'll usually do is we have uh, chips, we have domestic and and imports. Most of the shots, like I drink Powers Irish whiskey, it's six fifty for a pour of that, like an ounce and three quarters. I will tell people, like, you could buy me one. I'll just take a chip. I'll throw it in my tip jar. I'll fucking drink it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. So they can pay for it. I'll take the little chip, and I'll throw it in the fucking okay, jar right like in front that. of them. I do that because, like, I'm not saying I won't have a pint when I'm behind the bar because I will. When I change a yeah. keg of Guinness, we go through so, we go through more Guinness. Mm-hmm. Since 1991, our bar has been the biggest seller of Guinness in central New Jersey. Right? Mm. We still are. Yep. Every time I change a pint or a keg of Guinness, which is usually you'd be surprised daily. by the attendance when I'm playing there. But yeah, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like they know you're coming and they're like, "All right, I got plans." They all schedule the colonoscopy for fucking Saturday nights when Paul's playing. Although you did play, so you're playing in the worst months. The less so oh, July, I'm... August, September, October are I fucking terrible. There. I didn't play there all summer. You played in July, didn't you? No. No, I didn't play there all summer. The last time I played there was in uh, April. Really? Yeah. I, I, so so the owner, I don't want to mention because he's a fucking Bo- a Boston Red Sox fan. That's a um, good point. He yeah, is. that Todd, that motherfucker. Um, uh, he, uh, I like him, but he, <laughs> I like him too. I, he I does really pay him. me, so he does. Was, uh, no, he he. Uh, I I remember messaging him in like March. I'm like, yo, you know, like the last date we have booked is like for like April something. I'm like, do you want to do anything else? Oh yeah, I'll get back to you. And then in like July, he's like, hey, aren't you playing tonight? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking playing tonight. <laughs> I'm not playing always, till fucking whenever. We have no dates. He's like, like, oh. <laughs> I'll always like Todd too because he headhunted me. He used to come into a different bar that I worked at, uh-huh. and he, he like caught me outside one day. Hey, uh, would you want to come and work at my bar? <laughs> now nah, Todd's a good guy. Todd's a good guy, and I and I know like there's like some weird things because like the whole history of Tierra No of uh, Billy Briggs and yep. you know God rest Billy Briggs. Yeah, you know I nothing nothing bad to say about the man. But uh, you know what? Interesting man. Interesting man. Todd has done a great job. Todd and, and his wife Maureen have done a great job at the bar. Fantastic and, you know job I mean? carrying and, on the you know and the, the character is the same as it always was. Exactly. That and that and that is the thing. That is the thing that hit me the most about that is like it's like they took this bar, they bought this bar, this Boston motherfucker bought this bar, but left all the fucking eagle shit up. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you can you imagine I mean? the fucking revolt? Oh, I know, I know. But been. like, but like, how easy would it have been no, to be like, knows, "Fuck you guys, I'm putting the Patriots." He knows. No, he, he knows where he's at. He knows where he's at, and yeah. he he understands the history he, of the bar. He lives in but, central New Jersey too. Yes, like, but but then has expanded on that and made it a good place. So yeah, so, you know, I mean, no, I, he, I think that's he's great. Gone, they've gone out of their way to keep the character yes. of the place the same because. For me, tending bar, when I look, I'll look up. I'll hear the door open. I'll look up and I'll see like two old people walk uh-huh. in. They start doing the they're looking around. I know I'm going to hear a story about Billy. Yep, absolutely. I'm going to hear a story about absolutely. their experience yep. when they used to live here and they used to come in every day. Or that picture on the bar where yep. they knew this guy and that guy and this guy Let and this one. Let me tell you about here and, yeah, 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 and we have, We've got pictures of fucking Jerry Adams in the exactly, bar. Like, exactly. Th- this is how yeah. authentic our bar is. Yes. When Jerry Adams is here, he stops at the. He's going to. 
the fucking United Nations. Uh-huh. And, then, and then he stopped, he stopped at the Tiernanog. He stopped at the on his way to the fucking Philadelphia airport. Yes, he is. Yes, he so, is. Or we've got a picture that's at the bottom of the stairs that's people are like, who are these fucking weirdos sitting at the bottom <laughs> of the bar? That's the Wolf Tones. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, a legendary, yep. legendary, legendary Irish band. Yep, yep. Uh, but a little bit off topic, which is okay because that's what we do here. Yeah, back to Neil Diamond. Neil Christmas Diamond, volume yes. two. Got to bring it back, right? So, all right. So I was working. I, I know. I was working in a retail. The manager who was like above me. I I opened up the one store. But uh, I, go ahead. I have a question about Neil Diamond too. Go ahead. So you mentioned Bad Religion being uh-huh. that they are. Greg Graffin is an, Greg Graffin is an atheist. Yeah, they're right? they're, they're punk rock and but fuck. Greg fuck Graffin is an yeah, atheist, and again, he yeah. is a. Well, it's not even that. This man is an atheist, and he teaches evolution uh-huh. at fucking UCLA. Uh-huh. Neil Diamond is not an atheist. He is not. But he did a Christmas album. I'll get it. I have that. Okay, I have that. I we will say, get there. We will get there. We we'll okay. get there. So, so the manager. That was my question. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so the manager who I worked with would would basically bring this in at Christmas and play it fucking constantly. He would put it on. We would make fun of it, especially like Neil's ex- ex- exaggerated uh, pronunciations of stuff. Uh, which, I which, love the way he says Bethlehem. Oh, Bethlehem, yeah. and and Hallelujah, and and like yeah, you know, really, like, he enunciates like a the, lot of stuff. The Christ Child, and you know what I mean, and like all this stuff. And we was like, it was like the worst fucking thing. Which brings me to can, my next point. Can you never say Christ Child. Like, the, it oh no, no, I'm going to because I'm going to say it again because I like the it. funniest thing about Neil Diamond saying the Christ Child was that Neil Diamond is Jewish. It sounds like you're almost trying but to I mean, do a, it sounds like you're doing a bad was... Bob Dylan impression. Oh, I know, I know, but that's what that's what this was. But Jesus was a Jew. He so was a Jew, okay. exactly. He's about a no, no, no. Jewish person. But he's not because the Jews don't believe in Jesus Christ as the savior of the world. No, no, he, yeah, he wasn't. He was just a guy. Right? He was yeah, just he some wasn't dude. the son of God. You know what I mean? But like, but that's the thing. And he's talking about like, like little Mary. And Wait, he was away a, in yeah. the manger. You know, what like, this, you know what this whole album made me think of? Every, the whole time I was listening to this album, I was waiting for that song that he made about E.T. to come on. What? Yeah. You know that fucking song? What? 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 Heartlight? <laughs> oh, God. Is this another bad dad joke? No, 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 no. This is a legitimate thing. You don't know this? No, I don't. Neil Diamond Keep wrote talking. Heartlight. Keep about I only fucking... have one good Neil Diamond. It, Keep oh, talking. Geez. Keep talking. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll Google it. Coming to America, and I'm, yeah. I'm there. We go. We're coming to I fucking, America. I love that movie. I, you know, listen, here's the I thing. Can't I, don't, I don't like Neil Diamond yeah. because of that song. I don't hate Neil Diamond, but like, like this. He does album, ham it up on that album. This album, yeah. all of these Christmas albums that he puts out, he even put one out last year. These are all straight money grabs. That's yeah. all it is. It is about and he's that, going and after that Barbara Streisand. He's going after Barbara Streisand money because you know, please, so, please buy my record. Heartlight is a song by Neil Diamond and Carol Bayer Sager. And her then husband Bert Bacharach. Ah, okay. Uh, the they wrote the song about E.T. Like they saw the movie E.T. and his chest lighting up. Yes. Oh my God. Wrote this fucking song about him, and then got sued by Universal because they didn't ask permission to. How can you fucking... sue somebody for writing a song? Well, yeah. no, because they talked about like the likeness of the character. Oh, and did stuff they? Like I, that. I yeah. never listened to the lyrics. The... What's funny? Oh, so speaking of chest lighting up, you know what fucking Regina is way into right now? Care Bears. Teletubbies? Teletubbies. Yeah. Teletubbies. She's all, she's all about the Teletubbies. That painting hangs on my wall oh, right now that, that I bought beautiful. an art all night. That, that is, is great. That is, a, uh, that is the sacred heart on E.T. Yeah. that uh, Tom was just showing yes. there. That, yes. that is pretty awesome. Can they, we get that in the garage? Yeah. 
I mean, I paid like two forty for it. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Right. To no, no. They, I, when I saw it, I had to fucking have mm-hmm. it though. Well, while listening to this album, I was just waiting for fucking Heartlight to come on. And like, yep. it's such a goofy thing that some like that, that fucking Neil Diamond saw ET and wrote a fucking song about that, it. That, that is part. That is and then goofy. got fucking sued over yes. it. Like, so it's probably but, in the but, same but, vein as his. Uh, he's got a little Gene Simmons in him. He's yeah. like, yo, I can make a dollar off of this. Let me it, try to exactly. This thing's and, popular. Let's Christmas is popular. Let's and, make some money. And that's and that's the whole thing. But like like <laughs> listening to this album over and over again, it's one of those things that are so fucking bad. And this album is horrible. This album is so bad. But it got to a point that Jesus. despite how bad it is, I started looking forward to it. I started looking forward to every Christmas him bringing this album in and playing it. Um, you know, Stockholm Syndrome? I guess. I, yeah, you know, that's what it sounds like. It's, it's, you know, it got to a point where it started to be fun and we embraced it for all of its horribleness and novelty, oh, especially yeah. like the Christ child and bring me okay. the figgy pudding and all that kind of shit. And like, that's fair. You know, so, so, there's you know, some things it's, that are shitty that like, I, exactly. I'm okay with it's just like, but it's, I know they suck. It's almost like the cult following around, um, it's almost like the cult following around the room. Yes, it's the yes. worst fucking movie ever made, but people fucking love, love that the movie. movie. Yes. Or here's here's a better example to, for people who don't know about the room. Pizza Hut Pizza, yeah, is absolutely garbage. Fucking garbage. Yeah. It's the worst pizza if ever. If you compare it to everything around here, yes. even but, worse. But pizza sometimes, Hut wings. but if you're yeah, in the yeah. but if you're in the Midwest, or a Pizza Hut Pizza is the best one you're gonna find. Or Seattle Domino's is the Dude, best. When you I lived find. in Phoenix, yeah. like the pizza, your options were, your options were. Fucking oh. Papa John's, Domino's, I don't... Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, Ooh, and they Caesars. had one called fucking Peter Pan or oh. Peter Piper. Okay. Whatever. It was like a Chuck E. Cheese, but Peter they had Piper beer there. Peppers and he did rhymes? Dude, it was a straight... Humpty Del- he fell down? Mm-hmm. He, he fell fine? Time? Yes. Okay. Check right. me nibble was nibble. He was <laughs> quick. It's just like a Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> and they used frozen crust. It was like a fucking tombstone pizza, and... Yeah. That was it. So your best option was Pizza Hut. I don't want to live if in a were, world where Domino's is the best option. Domino's pizza. was not the best option. Yeah. Pizza Hut you, was 100% the best option. What, what's up? Oh, yes. oh, we got a dog thing yep. going yeah, on. Here. Yes. We got a dog thing coming Running on. Running around the room. Uh, just... We got, we got, we have, just so you guys know, what we have is just walked in oh, is uh, Ryan, uh, which hey. is Tom's daughter, and the beautiful Regina, and my wife, Katie. Um, so. Um, could you do me a favor yeah. and take care of the poop while I'm talking about the Neil yeah, Diamond album? I got you. All right. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I was going to tell you, no, absolutely not. I'll drive home first. No, no. I, that's why I didn't ask you. Uh-huh. <laughs> this poor guy. Hey, you know what? He's family. But like, so, so this album here. What do you have to pay him to get him to deal with that? Oh, the secrets I have on this motherfucker. Okay. You have no idea. So you're idea. like, yo, go handle this dog turd. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> But no, this this is one of those albums that like, you know, when I listen to it further, you know, or actually when I listened to it this week, um, I started laughing because like I thought about Dude. the the jokes that we made about it and I, and the exaggeration and like like it's like just like thinking about like my coworkers who I who I did really like I didn't like the owner of the of the the, the business, but I loved I loved my coworkers. They were yeah, they were good. I've worked people, with so you know? many good people at such shitty jobs over the years. Yes. And I, I think about that a lot. Like like a man, I wonder. I hope that guy's okay. Exactly, that exactly. Lady was exactly. Awesome. And and how she put up with this jerk off yeah. that we worked for. And so the, the manager who used to bring this in here's here's just an example, and this is one of the reasons why like I kind of look fondly on him and this thing. So so this dude here like knew that like because I worked there from like when I was sixteen till I was in my mid twenties, right? I worked okay. there for about twenty years, on and off, like in and out. Wait, so you went from your sixteen to mid twenties in twenty years? 
10 years, sorry. Okay. <laughs> wow, Paul. I've aged a lot. That's why it? you say you're only yes. 47. Yes, 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 okay. yes. So, no, but um, so so what was cool was, like, he realized, like, I had to grow up really fast when, like, you know, like, um, my girlfriend at the time who became my ex-wife, um, you know, I was... Yeah, you, you, know, you, you know, kids, yeah. you guys, you guys exactly. impregnate we, women we, we started, Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, like, he used to do things, like, Friday nights, he used to take me to this one restaurant in Jersey. And, like, would be like, you have to get this, this, and this because, you know, you've never lived and you need to experience. Oh, hello, Ella. Ella is now in the house as well. You know. Does she got a, so, is there a turd hanging out? Did you no, get that? There was nothing hanging out. She got it herself. All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, but, yeah, so so he used to take You're me. fucking trooper, Adam. You are. You are. That's, that's well, what. I show up. Paul feeds me I feed him. Yes, which we have. We have a delicious meal after this, too. But, no, he, he used to take me to this restaurant and, like, be like, you need to try beef eater gin. You need to cool. get a beef eater gin and tonic. And you need to eat that. these peppers and cheese. And, you know, don't get that. Get the steak. Yeah, and, you know what I mean? Because you're a, a dumb fucking... You're a fucking child. When exactly. You're 16, I don't know shit. You don't, you don't yes. know anything about anything. Yes, yes. And he told me a lot of good stories. When I so 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 this is one of those albums where like as I'm as I'm listening to this and yeah. this is so this, this is, is purely nostalgia. This it has nothing and, to do with the music on the album. Exactly. And that is the beauty the, of the music I, is irritating. It is horrible. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the beauty of of Christmas music. Isn't that what Christmas music is for? Is to put you in a different time, a different place. Whether that be as a child opening up a gift that you like really love, or as an adult looking at your child, or or we're just thinking yeah. of those times where it's just like, man, this There's, was good. This is this is this is happiness. This is I this have is plenty family. of experiences. I'm sure that nostalgia, yes. like, kind of spackles over the shit that I don't like, mm. right? And makes them a little better for me that people, maybe other people wouldn't understand. Exactly, and, and exactly, and that and that is why, like, when we talked about doing this, that is why I was like, this has to be the album. This has that we talk about the fucking Joshua Tree on my list as the album that I was. I listen to this and I'm like, why has Paul done this? What have I done yeah. to Paul? Yeah. Like, exactly. That's what exactly. I thought when I had to, you know. And, yeah. and, and and that's the thing. And that that is this album. It's horrible. It's fucking horrible. It's exaggerated. And yeah. and, and, and it is, it, his his singing isn't even that good. Neil Diamond actually has a beautiful voice. He's got voice. a beautiful voice. He's a beautiful yeah. voice. On this album, it's not good. Yeah, he's not, really not, not so good with, when it comes to Christmas you know songs. I mean? but, but, like thinking of those thoughts and those and those memories and 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 that is what this album is for me and that and in a lot of ways that is what christmas is to me is is, is thinking about the past and and the people who maybe me, aren't with us anymore making or other people that you don't talk to by making well, them yeah, do things too. i like you know exactly okay. exactly so you know so that that is why this this is uh, this is on here so what you were you were getting a turd out of my dog's butt so what what uh what are your thoughts you know, as, on this album as usual it i when i was listening to it i was just like all right paul likes before knowing the backstory behind it, I was like, "All right, Paul, Paul likes some really terrible fucking Paul songs? likes generic Christmas bullshit. Like that's like what it is for it's music. Gen- oh, it is. Yeah, it is absolutely. It is. It is. This I, is the I kind of that. shit that they would play overhead at my store. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, I'm generic sure you've heard Christmas several bullshit. of those songs. Away yeah. in the manger. You've definitely heard yeah. several of those songs <laughs> on, on, at work. It's just. It's, it is so bad. So have I. It is so if you, bad. If, if you're in the Philadelphia area and you put on B101. Yes. Christmas season. I don't even think it's B101 anymore. This is what you fucking hear. And it's it's whatever. It's fine. Ooh. It's Christmas bullshit. Sorry, guys. There's another old Fezziwigs in here, and I am taking it. It is super fucking generic, though. Yes. And like, yeah. Yes. I, oh. I, also, I hate the way he enunciates certain fucking words. Oh, my words. God. It's so bad. It's so exaggerated. Yeah, it's like, so horrible. He, like, fucking hams it up. And I, I don't... Mm-hmm. Thank you for yes. that old Fezziwig, by the way. Yes, that shit was yes. good. That's good. I'm sorry. I know there, there were four... I, 
You, you gave got, me one you know, of them. I'm, I'm good. I love. I, I love the offensive for you guys. There you go. Too. I'm gonna try that. I'm definitely gonna try that. Um, I'm, I'm skeptical because I'm not a fan. Like I hate Mad Elf because I don't like cherry shit. This one's not super cherry. Flavored. Not super cherry. Okay. You can you can taste it, but it's not like super no. super. Good. No, here. Let me let me smell it real quick. Oh, before smell I, before test. I open one. Smell test. You can try it if you like. I fucking trust you. So so as we get into this, I need to give a disclaimer. If you are oh, listening to this Thank you. podcast um, with your children who um, love Santa Claus and believe wholeheartedly in his existence, you may want to pause us right now. Or just like kind of like in all fairness, fast forward. You probably bit. shouldn't have worded it like that if you're warning people to turn it off because we're gonna say some shit. Well, no, I mean Santa Claus this is, is good, real. He is real. He's real. Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. I'm yeah. saying that like you may we might talk about the inner workings of his workshop exactly. we that we don't want the children, to, want the children to know yeah. about. So we would want to stop because yeah. we're going to talk Pause about Santa Claus right now. Skip it and. For- 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah. yeah maybe jump ahead a little bit so that is the disclosure there as we are about to speak about the inner workings of the jolly red one mm-hmm. better be he owes me ten dollars motherfucker mm-hmm. yes so he's, that, a, he's a gambler that being said if you guys have not paused or skipped ahead at this point fuck you and fuck gambler. your kids when did you find out that santa claus was not real um so there was a lot of us in a little house when I was uh-huh. a kid, so it was pretty fucking clear from a pretty... I was very young. Okay. Um, because, like, my dad's not the most nimble fucking guy. <laughs> um, I mean, he's my size. He's a, he's a bigger, dad, he's a bigger a big guy, guy yes. but he's like 6'3", six, 6'3". Three, six, uh-huh. three. Like, he's my size. Mm-hmm. And uh, him just fucking clomping around in our house. Like, and when you're a kid, you don't sleep on Christmas Eve. Yeah, no. You're you you're just waiting the whole time. Like you get it's the worst sleep night ever. That's why you're passed yep. out at two p.m. on the couch. Uh huh. Because yeah. So I, we figured it's it like out. A Christmas story. You're passed. And there was out also at like two p.m. Like straddling a bro. It also uh-huh. I didn't have my own room when I was a kid. So yeah. there were multiple of us in a room that was fucking five six feet by eight feet. Like uh-huh. it was like a. A jail cell with multiple children in it like we knew damn well what was going on nobody okay. was sleeping it was very it was very evidence evident to us as a young age and i don't think my dad went out of his way to like okay. protect that nice nice so adam with yeah. you like i do know so you know obviously you're season two we were season one so so the skipper made it a point uh as once you guys got to a certain age he just said like hey do you guys mind just you know coming to the house on christmas morning um, it's cause, cause what the, what the arrangement used to be is like generally like, you know, like, like they would, I think they would switch back, back and forth every year is that mm. like, you know, we would be with my mom Christmas Eve and then, and then dad Christmas day, or actually that's not even right. I think actually for a while it was, we would get Christmas Eve and Christmas day with my mom. And then we would go to, um, the day after Christmas mm. would be, would be over. Yeah. That actually, I think that was actually more of the arrangement because I, cause, cause especially when you guys were much younger, that would have made made a lot more sense because you didn't know the difference between Christmas Day or the day after Christmas. Yeah. Right. But then at a certain point, I know I was high school age. Um, that uh, not that the arrangement needed to change or anything, but it was like a little bit different. Where was like, hey, especially since Michael was driving at that point, it's like, hey, could you guys try to be at the house super early? So what we would do is um, we would wake up at like five o'clock in the morning, jump in the car. And Michael would drive us up to Wally Avenue, mm-hmm. and uh, that way we would be there for you guys to come down because Santa Claus came, yeah. right? So, what was your first time like? When when did you know that Santa wasn't a thing? 
I don't remember the exact age. But I want to say that it was young. Okay. Um, and I think I had the classic... I, I remember having the classic... Uh, I saw people who weren't Santa Claus putting presents under the tree. Okay. Okay. Um, like Tom said, you don't fucking sleep on Christmas. Right, right, right. Trying to catch a glimpse of the big man. I know for a fact I was younger than eight. Yeah. I, I, I want to say I was... I, I had was... a very defining moment in my life when I was eight years old. And it was pre-Christmas when I was eight. Like, okay. It was one of those. Like, I want to say I was, this I was, was pre-eight as well. Like, um, I, I also, I was I was probably pre... I was definitely pre-eight. I might have been pre-six. I'm thinking I was six or seven. Yeah. yeah. My, like, I, without getting to the moment, I remember... I was in third grade. I was... I turned... I turned eight in third grade. So I started, started third grade when I was seven years old. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I had to be seven. Yeah. At the, it had to be before that Christmas when I when I turned eight in October. Okay, so it was before that, so yeah. I was maybe six or seven. So so fucking Brian, he was the one who fucking ruined Santa Claus for me. And here here's here's how the story fucking went down. This fucking dude. It sounds about right. We're, we're sitting there. Obviously, you know I'm the youngest of season one, and we're sitting there. Me and Brian at the time we shared a room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually even shared a bed. Um, and that's hot. Yeah, I know it was, it was right. So we're going to bed Christmas Eve. Cause what, what my mom used to do, <laughs> the dead pen on Tom's yeah. face. It's hot. Yeah. So we used to go to bed Christmas Eve. And then after Santa came, my mom would wake us up and then we'd go open up our gifts and then go back to bed and, you yeah. know, wake up at whatever time on Christmas morning. Um, so <laughs> We get into bed, and of course, we're not sleeping. As you said, it's the worst fucking night of sleep for any kid. Um, and uh, Brian's like, you're going to get the Ghostbusters for uh, the Ghostbuster figures for Christmas. I'm like, fucking sweet. I'm like, you don't fucking know that. Fucking like, yeah, I do. My favorite movie when I was a I was kid. Like, I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? I was like, you got, you're getting all four of them. You're getting a Slimer, and you're getting Ecto this. one and you're, I didn't get the Ecto-1. Oh, He's man. like, and you're getting this, and you're getting that. I'm like... You don't fucking know what Santa Claus is bringing. He's like, there is no Santa Claus. I was fucking with mom when she bought them. I'm like, fuck you. No, you weren't. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. And he's like, and you're getting this, and you're getting this, and you're getting this. Was he than you? Two, three years, maybe. That's it? Yeah, it wasn't much older. He's like, you're getting this, and you're getting this, and then you're getting this, and then. Wait, how developmentally delayed were you that she was shopping with a kid who was two years older than you? Tom. Tom, this is Paul we're talking about. No, I know how you read. I know I've seen your reading and writing. But I'm saying, like, were you like, do you see you the hat he's wearing? Yeah, this were you is 16, Paul we're talking were you about. 16 and he was 18 and he was like, all right, look, dummy. We got, <laughs> how the fuck is he only two years older? Than you, I don't know. But he already knew. I don't know. This two, was three, three years, years ago. Three. She's like, I was with mom when she bought the Ghostbusters, <laughs> asshole. He's been dead. I was at the flea market. He's with been, mom when she bought him. He was he's been dead for like fifteen years, but he told me two years ago. <laughs> it hasn't been fifteen years. No, it hasn't been. It's been it's been he's he's a ghost of Christmas past. It has been about that long, yeah. No, I was in college when he died. I don't know. Whatever. I graduated it's been, it's high school wild. in 08. It's been more than ten years, I know that much. Fuck, am I old? You are. Uh, you are. But at any rate, yeah. So yeah. so at any rate, so he's and I was like, fuck you. You don't fucking know. You don't know Christmas fucking Santa Claus is real. And then of course, Mom like, comes up. Look here, pudding brain. Yeah. Hey, wake I, up. <laughs> Santa Claus just came. And we went downstairs, and I opened my gifts, and I just look at him. And he's just looking at me like, yep. I fucking told you, right? I fucking told And I'm like, God damn it. So that is how. 
which in a way is kind of a awesome way to find out that Santa's not real. Like, I, I think I would have rather had my brother be like, you're a fucking like, dick because you believe this shit. I like that my daughter you know? still... If, oh, like, no, absolutely. Buy, like, if, I was gonna, if, if I was going like, to... She just turned eight in September. Mm-hmm. I love that she still buys it. Yes. She still buys the yes. tooth fairy mm-hmm. and the fucking Easter bunny. And I'm sure on some level she doesn't because she's super fucking well, smart. yeah, she is smart. She's I feel smart. like there's a certain but point with kids where... I think she's hedging her bet, though. Because mm. maybe if she feels like... If she, oh, so, if she so, fucking yes. comes clean, yes. like yeah. Santa's not showing up. See, that's the thing. Like, I, that's my mm-hmm. favorite. I know, I know for a fact my stepson did this for years. They yes. all hit that age he wasn't where it's like, shit, oh, if, I, like if, yo, I know, I need, if I know, if I let them know that it's not fucking real, I'm not getting shit. Yes, yeah, there's so, always going to be that age. So that happened with my oldest, my oldest Callie. Um, we were sitting there and we were, we were, it was, it was, I was married before, you know, and, and we're walking around, uh, Coles, I think it was, it was me and my, my ex-wife and the three kids and we're walking around Coles and she sees something. She's like, Oh my God, I love that. That's so awesome. She's like, can I get that for Christmas? She was at that age, like I forget, I forget what age she was. Yeah, the eight nine, like eight, some, nine somewhere age in her like, summer. Yeah. yeah, where you know it's just a matter of time until some jerk off at right, school right. fucking ruins it. Somewhere in that age, and she's like, and and my ex wife, like who, it's funny because there was a time, especially when 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 our oldest was the youngest, she actually my my ex wife is a staunch atheist as well. She said we're not celebrating Christmas because it's devout religious. atheist. If yes, you will. devout atheist. And That's I me. said I work in retail and it's commercialized, so we are celebrating christmas because it's I how we pay never our bills take that from my child yeah exactly exactly like, how are you gonna do everybody else at school is gonna have christmas yes. and we're yes. not are yes. you fucking kidding me exactly but she was like I when i fuck about when like, i put it that way she was like all right fine yeah. we'll do christmas because yeah. i don't um, give a fuck retail. about the, yeah. the religious aspect of it it's mm-hmm. christmas exactly so we so we did it but but so so it was cool and this, and this is what my ex-wife did she sees this clock she's like I guess you're going to have to ask Santa Claus because we can't afford that right now. Whatever it was. I think it was a clock or something like that. And she was like, okay, all right, like whatever. And so so my wife, my ex-wife gave me a look. They walked away. I grabbed it. I went to a fucking counter and I bought it. And then, you know, Christmas morning, she opens it up and sees it. She's like, oh, my God. And she kind of looks at us. And we're like, you still believe? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like. Did you go buy this? I'm like, yeah, we did. We went. We, I went and bought it. But you know what I mean? so that was like the last. But like, but like, so she discovered it because she was smart enough to discover it. You know what I mean? But yeah, like my, I, I kind of feel in a way, and 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 honestly, the way I found out there was no Santa Claus was kind of the perfect fucking way. Like that is that is if you have as we get, talk about our brother Brian, that embodies Brian right there. And if you have to get told, so he's that, just a dick, is what you're saying. Okay. If you have to get told that there's no, <laughs> but a lovable dick. dick. Yeah. But a lovable yeah. dick. That would be like, I, don't mean I told this, you. I'm I not told you. He was like Mussolini. I just mean he was just a, he's kind of a dick. If, if, yeah. if you have to find out that there's no Santa, I guess like to soften the blow, it's okay if you hear that you figured out somebody, that you were getting the Ghostbusters figure. Yes. I get to hear about it from a, at least you hear about it in like, yeah, right. I will I say, got all four Ghostbusters yes, and exactly, Slimer. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think right, I was probably a little somebody, too young but to know at that point. At least you but, got it from you know. somebody you love. Like, you didn't get it from some just dickhead at school. Exactly. Who's like, oh, shit, is not real. Fuck you. Like, because, <laughs> like, that could be, to me, we figured it out. And, like, at some point, yes. my daughter's going to figure it out. She's smart enough to know. You said she's eight? She's, she's eight. She's turned eight in September. Yeah. So my, my older son is nine. He just turned nine um, at the end of October. And... He's very much in that. Oh, he's, he's, yeah, in, he's, he's in the zone. He's yeah. in that zone right now yeah. where I'm like, I don't want to say anything to him, and I don't want to be. Can't. It's, it's you like can't one of those things. Yeah, I'm like, I don't like, want to be the asshole to ruin it. Chicken. It's, yeah. it's, it's almost like if your kid wants to come out to you. I know you're gay. 
but I'm not going to bring it up. I'll let you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you, you know, like, yes, I compared a child coming out to their parents to knowing whether or not there's a Santa Claus. Because I don't think there's I really that. that you got to think it's, it's a lot harder. It's, to, it's, it's, it's probably harder, it's probably but, a, but it's not, not that probably, different. Probably <laughs> many times harder to fucking come out to your parents than it is to tell them you think Santa's not real. Like, that's easy. Oh, like, yeah. I yeah. think this imaginary man is fake. Exactly. Well, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. So, um, favorite or best Christmas gift ever? See, for, I'm sure you guys both have kids, so maybe mm-hmm. you guys will uh, agree with me. Um, I had my, I had my first very, very young. Oh, had, what, I, you were like seven. Yeah. My, my daughter yeah, we, was, we talked about this when you were mm-hmm. trying to fetch a dog turd, uh, out of a moving dog yeah. that, um. The, the, Weiss, the Weiss kids, they, they get it done early. They yes. crank them out early. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, right. you guys are not, I'm pretty sure you guys, there's like a city ordinance in Philly where you guys are not allowed to graduate from high school unless you have a baby. That's yeah. pretty, that's Is pretty that accurate. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Okay. Um, so I haven't, I haven't cared about Christmas or my birthday for 18 years at this point. You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the kid's born, it's not kids, about it doesn't you. matter. As soon yes. as the baby is, the first baby is born, it ain't about you anymore. And it's, yeah. that's it. So for, uh, so I had a very, you know, I had a, I had a weird period of my life where I cared more about their Christmas than my Christmas, but I was still at an age where I was, you should still should have cared. I still should have cared about Christmas. Um, for a long period of time, I was literally physically picking up my Christmas present and putting it in the shopping cart for my mom. Um, (laughs) so probably like best Christmas present, um, was Throw a rock at any of the instruments I own. Okay. Because um, for a while, that's what it was. It was birthday and Christmas. Bur- one year for my birthday, I got a mandolin. That year for Christmas, I got a guitar. Next nice. year, I got something. The following year for Christmas, I got a drum set. Mm-hmm. So whatever, yeah, awesome. probably, and it was it was literally, and my mom just didn't want to buy the wrong thing. So mm-hmm. she would take me to the store, tell me to pick exactly what it was, and that's how we went. So Your mom was good like that. I remember um, at, at one point... Um, because I was in that, do we buy him toys? Do we buy him other stuff? What do you want for Christmas? And I and I remember sitting there with your mom and with the skipper, and saying like, oh, I would want this album or this yeah. record or this. And 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 I remember your mom specifically turning to your dad and going, he's at that age. Yeah, you know, and I, I just I just remember that. And I I remember Bless thinking you. like, what the fuck does that mean? But like. She was right. I was at that age where, yeah. like, I wanted records and I wanted CDs and I wanted clothes. I no longer necessarily want toys. Yeah. So, or so, to go to wrestling matches when yeah. I was sixteen. I would say so. Probably, <laughs> probably my best best Christmas present that I can remember. Uh, well, let me let me give you two best best that I can remember recently um, was my first acoustic guitar. Okay. Um, that being said, it was probably like the first Christmas that we were in the house that we prim- like mm-hmm. after we moved out of Clark. Oh yeah, no, 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 it was it wasn't the first because it was it was a little bit after. Um, it was a good Christmas. Everybody everybody was getting all the shit that they wanted, mm-hmm. and then Dad goes, "All right, let's all like we were putting all the wrapping paper in trash bags as we were going along," and he goes, "All right, let's bring all the trash bags down to the garage where we kept the trash until trash day." Mm-hmm. And me, Zach, and Kylie walk down the steps, and in the middle of the fucking basement is three brand new bikes. <laughs> um, nice. So it was, and I, I and it was, it, so yeah, it was a good, and you know what I think it was? Because I, th- I think it was around the same time period that we went to Disney World. I think it mm-hmm. was when Dad finally got his settlement. Yeah, his, his, uh, his workers' his, comp settlement. Yeah, his yep, workers' yep, comp yep, settlement. Yep, yep. Um, 
so so yeah so as a kid yeah that, we got everything that we wanted and then we went downstairs and they were brand new fucking bikes there. in the basement yep, yep. Re- more recently and you know probably more realistically first the one christmas i got a uh a, a thin body electric acoustic electric carlo rebelli guitar okay very nice very nice tom favorite or best christmas gift okay uh i gotta preface this with saying that my my family had we have a season one and season two as well uh-huh uh so i am the oldest of season two okay i have a brother a half brother who's 13 years older than me or 11 years older than me and i have a sister who is 13 years older than me um I didn't know I had a sister till I was 14. Like I she it's a complicated story, mm-hmm. whatever. My mom didn't know where she was, whatever. We'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> My older brother though, I I grew up with, but he's 11 years older than me. So he was out of the house when I was 6. Mm-hmm. He's 7 or he was 17, he he moved out. So he was gone when I was 6, but when I he used to come around. Mm. So until the point until the point where I was what, eight, when like everything went haywire, he would be. So there was that, you know, up until I, I would, whatever. After that, he would still come around. He was there. He would, like, he was in our lives. But he's he's much older than us. Yeah. So I got a lot of my music influence from him. Um, he used to make beer runs for us when I was like sixteen because he was. Yeah. 27, like, yeah. and he lived around the corner which, so we could go over. Which I'm fully expecting he, Jack to do for Regina. Dude, yeah. at that point, he fucking know? better. Yeah. So we had, he he lived with, like, it was him and three roommates. They had this big house around the corner from my house on, on Brunswick Avenue. And we would just, so even if John wasn't home, me, like, I could walk over there and, like, one of his roommates would just walk, because the yeah. bar was, like, 50 fucking uh-huh. feet away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would walk over to McGuinn's and just buy a bunch yeah. of takeout and just hand it to us. Yeah, and exactly. They were, yeah. his roommates were all, I mean, they were a bunch of fucking degenerates, but yeah. no. I don't care. They uh-huh. they would make beer runs for us, so yeah. cool. Exactly. Um, that has when to I be was, one of the benefits of having like like that separation. Having an 11, yeah. a I brother say, 11 I, year old than me. I don't yeah. think I ever asked you to buy beer. Like you never yeah. bought beer for me, but then yeah. again, I don't think I've ever asked you to buy beer for me because yeah. no, he would have if you asked. I, <laughs> I would have bought you beer. I also would have bought you condoms. I'm just, yeah. I just want to throw it. Yeah, out. <laughs> but like and you should have asked for them first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The my the best. So to, the reason I brought up and then went on the tangent was the the best. I think the the best Christmas gift I ever got. My older brother. I want to say I was like maybe 12 years old. And my older brother bought me, or or I should say he gifted me. I don't know if he could have shoplifted this fucking thing. I don't know. It was a, um, it was not Pioneer. It was Alpine. Okay. But it was a, a CD nice. player. A CD, yeah. It was a changer. It had five, so it had this big tray that would open uh-huh. up. And were and five, like five or six five discs, discs yeah, that you yeah. could put in. And I had to get, I had a head, or I had like a, a shitty little stereo uh-huh. that you could plug it into yeah. with like RCA jacks. And it was the first CD player I ever owned. Oh, that's mm. awesome. And I think he told my dad what he was getting me. So my dad gave me a gift certificate to uh, Sam Goody. Nice. Ah, nice. And I went... <laughs> Sam Goody. Dude. That's great. Sam Goody. <laughs> yeah. Let's go Cheers. Sam Goody. Sam Goody. It was 50 bucks. It was enough for me to buy... Back, back then, at 50 bucks would go a long three way. Three CDs. Yeah, yeah. Their CDs back then were $16.99. Yeah. Oh, that's and awesome. And I bought... 
Holy Diver by Dio. Uh, nice. I bought Appetite for Destruction by uh -huh. Guns N' Roses. Nice. And I cannot fucking remember the third one. I, yeah, but, I don't remember the third one. But you got it. One. You got it, though. But That's I bought those it. three CDs. Oh, it was a... Um, it was a fucking Motley Crue record, but it was uh, the one before Dr. Feelgood. Shout out to Devil. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Go. Yes. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, so Very those nice. are the three CDs I bought, and I got them all that same, like, Christmas, and that was oh, always... That's awesome. But my brother buying me that CD player was probably uh -huh. the best gift I that's ever got cool. on Christmas. I, to tag up on that, I always remember uh, growing up, um, Michael, Brian, and Paul were all, you know, were always... How old, how much, how much older than, how, how old are you? I'm 47. You're 47. Allegedly. So, so you're... We exposed him a little while, while ago. We exposed him a little while ago. We're actually 57. You're 10 years older than Zach? Uh, 12. 12. 12 okay. years older than Zach. So Zach... So Paul... So Paul, the youngest of season one, was 12 years older than the oldest of season two. Um, I always felt really cool growing up because... He's like, your John then. Yeah, okay. I knew... I and knew I that I Zach. had cool... I was getting uh -huh. cool shit for present... For, uh, for Christmas when... Paul and Brian were more interested in my shit than they were Zach and Kylie's shit. Um, I remember the year that I remember the year for my birthday. I got a skateboard and Paul. Yeah. Let's Brian, all go outside me, and break an yeah. ankle right and now. We were all outside and Paul and Brian were teaching me how to do shit. Uh, like I knew, uh, like I knew, I had cooler shit than Zach and Kylie yeah, oh, because yeah, they were more interested in my absolutely. presence. So, so I, I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you this or I've ever mentioned this, but like, and, and it's funny, my my mom Regina. Um, used to say liked that liked me the most. Well, she used to say you were the only one that was a wees. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like from maybe your she looks to your attitude and all that. Maybe she stuff. had inside information. Maybe she yeah. did. Maybe she did. Yeah. Say, you don't know. Maybe maybe it's not. So you do the twenty three and me. You don't know. Adam, Adam Adam's a wees. The other two, they're nice. They're nice kids. I love them. But you know, but yeah. Adam's a wees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I learned a lot of things with the twenty three and me. By the way, too, yeah. about my mom's side of the family. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Someone someone asked me the one day, uh, my ex's, my ex-mother-in-law's boyfriend was very much into, like, the 23andMe shit. Uh, and he's like, oh, that doesn't interest you? I'm like, I got German heritage. I'm yeah. like, there's one or two places exactly. my, my lineage like, is going to end up. It might be going to a bad place. one of them's not great. Argentinian. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, so my year, my, my best Christmas ever was actually the year that Zach was born. Okay. And I will say, I, I, I don't know this for sure. Mom can So we're talking 87? Eh, I don't know. Whatever. 12 years. He's three years older than me. 87. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, she she could probably um, confirm or deny this. I believe the skipper was overcompensating that year. Because mm -hmm. I got every fucking G.I. Joe thing. Mm -hmm. I got every fucking wrestler plus the ring. Yeah. <laughs> I got a tabletop fucking hockey thing. We got scooters and bikes and all this kind of oh, shit. Oh, yeah. The coolest thing about that, that... That that right there was the Christmas I went down the steps and got the bike. Exactly, exactly. And the coolest, the coolest thing about which that... Ma which makes me think now, what was he overcompensating for my year? Well, yeah, exactly. He was overcompensating <laughs> for season two, your year. Exactly, exactly. But, Is like, there a season three that we don't know about? I know, right? There might be. <laughs> there might be. Who knows? But no, but like that was, that was the thing. And like that was actually honestly that was actually kind of like a cool christmas in general because yeah. like not only did the skipper overcompensate but like because your mom had zach on uh december 23rd she was in the hospital still yeah. on christmas um and especially back then they let oh he needs a beer especially back then they, they they left you in the hospital a little bit longer yeah where now i think it's like now they're like, two and a half days if you're you out. don't have a c-section two days you're fucking Exa out exactly right so 
I think a C-section is three days. Yeah, fuck exactly. So, so we were, we were there and actually I remember, you know, we did Christmas with my mom. Uh, we knew Zach was born and then, then the skipper picked us up, brought us to his house, grabbed everything. They were already in black trash bags. So we couldn't even fucking see what was in there. Mm. And then we went to the fucking hospital and we had Christmas. We opened up our gifts in the fucking hospital. Well, that's cool. And so, so like not only did, um, did I get a new little brother? You know, because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not the youngest anymore. Look at that. I got a little brother. Um, I got um, like fucking every fucking thing on my list. So that, yeah. that was kind of cool. Um, so, yeah. So that was probably that was probably as far as like gift gift going goes. Um, gift giving goes. It's like it's probably like the best Christmas. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, it it even then it, it, it pales in comparison to, um, you know, like, you know, the any of the Christmases with, with, with my season one. Yeah. Followed by, you know, like last year was technically Regina's first Christmas, but like, yeah, you know, I mean, she was, she was <laughs> two weeks old, not even yeah. three weeks old. And you know what I mean? She was actually early. She, she came about two weeks early. So she was only really supposed to be a couple days old by the time, you know, Christmas hit. Yeah. Um, this year we've actually already gone out and bought her a couple gifts. So, so I was kind of, I, yeah. I, I think I'm a little more excited about that than, than Katie is. I think Katie's excited about it, but I'm, I'm like, you know, I went to target the other day just to, I forget what I was grabbing, but I was like, Oh, we should buy this and we should buy yeah. this and we should buy, you know what I mean? So, so definitely, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it's, that. It's always a very, it's always a very strange turning point in your life where, um, you decide that, you know, it's, it's all bullshit. Yes. Aside from what's good what, for them. Exactly. Yeah, um, exactly. It, and it's, and it's, uh, and like, like we said, it's so much fucking better. Like the, the best fucking Christmas I've ever had is nothing compared to the shittiest Christmas I've ever watched them have. Exactly. Exactly. So. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, watch her tearing through a pile of shit. Like last year and the year before, like I've gone out of my way to make sure that like, yeah. Hey, here we go. We're going to like, we're here by ourselves. It's just me and you, but we've got yeah this. Yep. And yep. yeah, it's, and and, believable. and what's great is like especially with her at eight years old like that's the shit she's gonna oh, remember when she's 18 19 20 you know what i mean that right i do that all still the time. in the zone yes you, absolutely sir. actually there's a bag of those uh tabs oh, yeah, he over left there too. Yeah. yeah no there's did. another one we had started like besides Thank that bag. You. yes yes so well so when i got here when i got here i went upstairs yesterday and then left them here i saw i saw your daughter and i was like are you ryan and she's like, yeah, I'm like, I've been collecting soda tabs for you. And she just goes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is exactly how she probably yeah. fun. So back to regular Country Hipster podcast stuff here. Uh -oh. um, we are going to get into, now I want to preface this. This is not off of the albums that we picked. Yeah. Uh, we said before going into this that oh, we were going to talk about, about section. our, did you not pick them? No, I did. That's oh, okay. why I, that's, we I was... were going to talk about our top three christmas songs and our uh did we talk about least oh fuck i didn't I, write down least i oh, think we I, should I, I did i made i put, oh, I put oh no 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 i have a least i have i, I actually have two least right I, I, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah I, have right, I just didn't write it down um uh hold on i'm gonna write this down so i so i don't rem so i don't forget uh okay I have a, I have a, I have a slash for my lease, but at I have any a rate, slash for my lease yes. as well. So. so, so we're going to get into what our top three and our least favorite Christmas songs are. Um, but again, these are not, these are not, um, 
from our albums. From necessarily our albums that we picked. We just, you know, this this episode was just about talking about Christmas and what we like and what we like about Christmas music and the albums that we we wanted to talk about. And, you know, so so there we go. So uh, in true fashion, Adam, top three Christmas songs. Uh, top three. Um, happy Christmas. Happy Xmas War is Over okay. by John Lennon and uh, Yoko Ono. Mm-hmm. Always, I've always loved that song. Um, Stoopy's Christmas by the Royal Guardsmen. What? Christmas bells the Christmas bells. Oh God! Yeah, okay. it's it's a nonsense song, but somehow in the reference in the middle of it, it references Snoopy fighting the Red Baron. There you go. But he decides to not fight the Red Baron because it's Christmas Eve. Oh, well, it's kind of it's like a, uh, the World War One. It's yeah. a Christmas truce. It's then a, the Red Baron went yeah. on to kill like thirty-eight more Americans. Yeah. Exactly. Way to go, it's Snoopy! A, you fucking loser. It's a dumb fucking song. Yeah. Yes. Should have um, shot him down when he had a chance. And then a song <laughs> that I most that I've, I've discovered recently. Um, Seasons Upon Us by Dropkick Murphys. Oh, okay. Yeah, makes, yeah, yeah, makes, yeah, Makes me laugh. Yes, yeah, it's, I, it's a funny I, song. I enjoy that song yes. immensely. So. Being, being an Irish band, you would think I would play that song. We don't. No. Nah. So, yeah. All right, uh, Tom, top three Christmas songs. I also share, in no particular, right? Seasons Upon Us by Dropkick, I share with him. Um, I don't know that I have a particular... Uh, performer but i super like i really like the the bob seeger version of little drummer boy okay um and i like i like silver bells and i there's 15 fucking versions of it i like okay. like there's yeah. no bad version of that yep. song unless neil diamond did one but i don't <laughs> I, I haven't heard his silver version bells. Yeah. Silver bells. i haven't heard him fucking hamming it up on silver yeah. bells yet but <laughs> that's my i love that song but I don't know that uh I don't know that I have a performer that I really Yeah no. prefer. Gotcha. Those I are gotcha. the three songs I like the most. Very nice. Very nice. So my top three Christmas songs. Um number one, again, doesn't matter to version. I fucking love Silent Night. I am yeah, a Silent Night fan. It is it is a Yeah, that would have been if we had to go five, that yeah. would have been on my list. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. It is just a beautiful song. There's so many different versions of it, and it is just pretty. I yes. love Silent Night. Uh, number two, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Annie Greenwich, specifically the U2 version. I actually do like the U2 version of that song, which uh, came out on um, the first album. Was, I forget what the album was, but it was like uh, the, the, the the proceeds of the album sales went to um, AIDS research. Sure. Um, it's U2. So it sure. is U2. You know what I mean? But there was like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but no, that that is that is my um, that is my number two. And and honestly, this is probably my number one right now. And I actually have a very specific reason about this, which I'll, I'll kind of explain a little bit. So this song uh, came out at the right time for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, as I had mentioned before, um, you know, after my divorce, uh, my my three children from season one moved out to the West Coast. Um, and there were a bunch of years there where um, I didn't get to see them at Christmas. Yeah, um, at, brutal. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, and at very impressionable times. And then the, the, the one year um, uh, Jack and Ethan uh, did come back. Uh, mm-hmm. Kelly didn't. She, she wanted to do her own thing out there in Washington, which is totally fine. Um, but they, they did, they were like, Hey, we want to come for Christmas. Cause like they would come at, at, um, you know, for a couple weeks during the summer and whatnot. But yeah, so she, so Kaylee stayed out there, uh, and it was my first Christmas with them after my divorce. And when they moved, um, and the song, and when you listen to the song and the lyrics, it definitely, um, 
was very prevalent to what I was experiencing at that time and going through. And that is uh, Christmas Calls by Skinny Lister. Not a super popular song, but definitely worth looking up. It's called Christmas Calls. Skinny Lister is the band. And it is just, it's a great song about coming home and coming back to tradition and stuff like that. So, yeah. So there you go. There you go. That's my that's my top three uh, now, Christmas songs. N- now, with the top three comes a bottom. Mm-hmm. Can I also, can we give a shout out to <clears throat> probably the greatest Christmas song that nobody ever reckoned? <laughs> I know where you're going. Which one? Fairy Tale. No. Oh, no, no, no. Where are you going? It's a great song. But I'm saying if I had to make a top five or six. Uh-huh. Like I left off two real, so I love fairy tales in New York or fairy tale in uh-huh. New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm about to working in an Irish bar. I'm gonna hear this song, <laughs> let's say 250 times mm-hmm. before and after Christmas. I still I hear it once a week as is, but I'll hear it a whole shitload more times. But Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. Oh, I love that song. Everybody loves that fucking song. Right, so and so. nobody ever thinks of it when they talk Christmas songs. But you can't listen to a Christmas radio station without hearing that fucking song. Here's, here's what I want to say. It so fucking rules. It not only rules. Okay, but I'm gonna get a little weird here. So when I worked at PacSun, you're not gonna, you're gonna get weird. I'm gonna Paul. get a little weird. All right, with that hat on. Yes. <laughs> when I worked at PacSun, I worked there worked there during the Christmas season, and there was this there was this woman who I worked with. I don't, I honestly, I don't remember her name, but she was fucking gorgeous. Fucking absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely hot. Like I fucking loved her. I loved working with her. I was married at the time. There was no weird stuff going on. Nothing at all. But that song would come on when like, like, you know, cause they had like, Pac Sun has like these CDs at the time. I don't know what they have now, but at the time they had these CDs that were like, you need to play this for this week, like whatever. And it was always, and that song would come on every time. She would turn around. I fucking know. She knew what she was fucking doing, too. She would turn around and look at me and go, oh, damn, look what I forgot. I'm like, God damn, that is one of the fucking sexiest things I've ever seen in my life. That's And that is, that is, yes, yes, rules. yes, it and does. It never gets enough respect. It will not, Absolutely. It, it, it cannot yes. get enough respect. It, it definitely gets an honorable mention there. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So what's the, what's the other one? Did you have another one? No, we, I mentioned oh, okay. both, oh, fairy actually. Tale. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, <laughs> But that one you're not going to hear on the radio no, for it, obvious fucking yes, reasons. Yes, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Problematic uh, yes. verbiage. Yes, 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 yes. So, least favorite song, Adam. I got a slash. Okay, go for it. Um, I got a slash as well. I believe it's. I believe the song is called Same Old Lang Sign. The fucking met my old lover in the in the liquor store. Oh, I don't even know what it is. I know is. Old Lang Syne. Yeah. yeah. That's there's, a New Year's song. There's a no, but there's a fucking Christmas song they play on fucking B one oh one every oh. year. Where it's literally Didn't you say fifteen minutes ago that B one oh one was defunct? I don't it think it's be. a thing anymore. But <laughs> they would play it on B one oh one every year. But it's literally the song is about like some dude fucking finding meeting his ex girlfriend in a liquor store on like Christmas Eve. That's a very Philly thing. But like, yeah, it is. But like, it's like, the, like I bought her a cheesesteak. But that's her and I fucking gave her a black eye. But that's like, that's that <laughs> little her fucking. I stole her Toyota Corolla. Yeah, that, that like, little that little. Oh, I met her on a on a liquor store on Christmas Eve. Is the only Christmas thing about it. Okay. And I fucking hate that song. The other yeah. fucking song that I hate about Christmas time, that fucking Christmas shoes. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna buy these shoes. Did you see the cover of the uh, Bad Religion Christmas album with the little boy it's holding the shoes? It's actually from the Christmas yes. shoes, yeah. 
I fucking the little kid holding the shoes. I it, it's the, <laughs> that so are clearly too big for him. Everybody, everybody of Oster is like, oh my god, that fucking song. And then I hear it, and I'm like, I might be a sociopath because this song doesn't do anything to me. <laughs> and I fucking hate. So I hate old, I same old lying sign, and I fucking hate the Christmas shoes song. Okay. Okay. It's fair. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. All right. Uh, your least favorite? Easily. Easily. Uh, it is a Fountains of Wayne song. Uh, Adam Schlesinger. It's called I Want an Alien for Christmas. Oh, I've actually heard it that song. It is the yeah, worst yeah, fucking okay. Christmas song ever written fucking hands down. Is, right. it in, is it in the vein of like I Want a Hippopotamus for worse. Christmas? Worse. Worse. Worse than that. 30 fucking times worse. <laughs> so much worse. Pretty sure that's why that guy was like the first guy who ever died of COVID. Oh, because God. he wrote that song. <laughs> and that is what killed that him. That was his punishment. I just imagine. Dude, like, he died in April of 2020 of COVID. Oh, he was like the, one of the first COVID, fucking people. COVID was having a business meeting. And they were he just was, like, we need to get that they, guy. They heard, guy, COVID that had guy a, right they heard that song. Somebody was like, yo. Yo, this guy. This guy's the, gotta go. Whoever the New World Order That guy are. and John Prine. Fuck him. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah. So I got I have a slash, and you just mentioned it, but one um my slashes are Dominic the Donkey, mm. and I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. So okay. I always joke, I always say, so I, my mom is a hundred percent Italian. Yeah, she is, which makes me fifty percent Italian. Mm-hmm. And I always say Italians are the stupidest people on earth. <laughs> um. And I always say, like, Dominic the Donkey is a fucking perfect example. We can't, Italians just can't have Christmas. They have to have their own special fucking thing. We gotta have seven fishes. We can have a fucking donkey because reindeers can't climb the, reindeers can't climb those fucking mountains. Yes, they can. They can just fly. They're reindeers. Fuck you, Italians. And I'm Italian, so it's cool. Yeah. But I love Dominic the Donkey, even though. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Hate I don't Dominic hate that song. Chicken to John, chicken to John, Dominic the Donkey. It's irritating, but mm-hmm. it's nowhere near the bottom of the barrel for me. Yeah, no. Those, I love. Those... I love the pronunciation of Brooklyn. Oh God, no. Those are those are my it's two. Like Neil and Diamond I, wrote it. I want yeah. a hippopotamus for Chris. Shut up, kid. You can't get a fucking hippopotamus. It's unrealistic. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they are literally the most dangerous. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It's like me one actually actually it was more it was more realistic for me to want a duck for my sixth birthday mm-hmm. than it was for a fucking kid to want a hippopotamus. But you know what? You're a duck like tomorrow. I know. But, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm gonna get ducks. Yeah, so you're an adult and you're gonna get a I'm duck. I'm going to get ducks. That's spring. what I'm saying. But you know what I'm not gonna get? A fucking hippopotamus because yeah. that's just fucking stupid. Well, I've been raising chickens my whole life. I've had plenty of ducks. Uh-huh. There the amount of time the amount of food that the hippopotamus would eat is, oh, is just ridiculous. I'm not saying a hippopotamus would not be fun to like cuddle with and roll around with on it wouldn't be because you can fit a toddler in their mouth. Yeah, the baby funny, ones, though. they're cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't they're, ones? They're nah, vicious nah, nah, as fuck. Yes, I don't are. know you can eat them. Like, I don't know what you do with those fucking things. Oh, you just let them do whatever they want at that point. Yeah, I you... think you got to kill them and eat it, right? I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, so um, do, do you guys have anything else to say about... Uh... About our Christmas season and our uh, Christmas songs and Christmas music in general? No, let's just make sure we fucking started after fucking Thanksgiving. Yes, which is what we were doing. I, Black even Friday though, with so, yeah. fucking so, so here's the deal. Wycombe Vineyards. We are actually recording this before Thanksgiving because we have to because this is the entertainment industry and you have to do everything yeah. in advance. Um, but today is Black Friday, so come to... The uh, wine and vinyl for the Oswald Record Garage. The at, vinyl. The vinyl 
at um, Wycombe Vineyards in Bucks County, in Buckingham Township of Wy- uh, in Bucks County. So, and we will have a very special uh, promo code of Black Friday on uh, the OddsvilleRecordGarage.com where you can get 25% off of your entire order of new and used vinyl as well as we got like some cool like Funko Pops and shit like that too. I said the 25% applies to like everything? Everything plus, and here's here's the other thing. Not only that, if you go, if you are ordering specifically online, like you can um, get to twenty five percent off, and if you spend sixty nine ninety nine or more, nice. you can also nice. get free shipping. Oh, yes, there you go. Yes. You didn't mention that earlier. I did not mention that earlier. So, like, go grab, go grab that uh, one of those like Carol Kings right there, or the Bob Dylan, one of those. What are you right here, right here. This? No, over. No, oh, that. That right there. Oh shit! This so. Is- so this Bob Dylan Mobile Fidelity box set is brand new, factory sealed, and on OddsvilleRecordGarage.com for $99.99. You okay. can take 25% off of that. And when you take your 25% off of that, I just hiccuped and burped. But when you take your 25% off of that, you can also get free shipping because it will still be over $69.99. So that is the awesomeness of OddsvilleRecordGarage.com. Please put that back. I see. This is nice. That is nice. That is nice. And it's a very nice pressing. So, and your dad would love it. He really would. So you Dude, should get it. For what, it would what only is, be seventy five bucks with twenty five percent off. And then what's the fucking, and then you get free shipping because it's sixty nine ninety nine and over. What seventy seventy four ninety nine plus free shipping is amazing. Exactly. What exactly. a deal. Yes. What is the RPM on this? That there's two songs to beside. Forty five. It's forty five RPM. Jesus. Yes. 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 So you should buy that from the OttsvilleRecordGarage.com or come to our pop-up event where you can also get 25% off at Wycombe Vineyards in Buckingham Township. So um, with that, we would like to wish you the happiest of holidays, no matter what the holiday is that you celebrate. Um, We hope that you find peace and happiness in the new year and wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. I have... Hope your dad doesn't beat you with a bag of oranges. And we hope your father does not beat you with a bag of oranges. Hopefully not. Our dad will not because he can't anymore. No. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. We put Thank a, God for that. We put a stop. I never have a fucking orange in the house anymore because I'm traumatized. We, <laughs> I was gonna say we put them in the ground, but we. You didn't. know what? Can we get? Can we get? Can we get Debbie to like hit us all with a bag of oranges this Christmas? Like we like. I'll get my like, kid. My wanna, daughter will fucking beat you with a bag of oranges. Do you want to no get problem. her to hit us with a bag of oranges as like bonus content? Yes. Yeah, probably. I think I think we should do this. Yeah, probably. Like all of us. Like not not the kids. Just like Man, us. Yeah, I've like, been hit yeah, with enough bags of oranges. Yeah. I'm good. yeah, we could probably, yeah. probably make all right. it work. All right, cool. So we we are going to get some bonus content of of my stepmother and and and. But you got to be Adam's playing mother. Bing Crosby songs while. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. we have Bing Crosby in the background and and Debbie is going to beat us all with a bag of oranges while smoking a pipe. Yes. So look for that on the TikTok. Uh, follow it at the country hipster and uh, that is going to be great you're going to have to tell her about this I'm not telling her about it I got you, I got and she'll probably be like what the fuck are you talking about yes I'll do it but that's stupid she'll be like what and I'll be like I'll buy a bottle of Verde and she'll be like cool alright done alright so that's what's going to happen so we'll have that going maybe we'll like post it on Christmas day or something like that Yeah. but uh, with all that said I think oh 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 real quick we are back to business next week um, we don't know what album um is next week's episode as of this moment no. as of this moment because we're actually filming the episode where we pull that after this yeah so this is the magic of television yeah so there you go the magic magic of television and the entertainment industry but on that note it is time to Ball!